This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, what is up, Brigade? It's a Wednesday. BVB. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, live on YouTube and Twitter. Sports Grid TV replay. <laughs> What is going on with the glasses out of the gate, Mr. Sherapan? How are you? Um, I had to put these dark ones on at the moment, at the beginning of the show, just because it's Wednesday. Uh-huh. And that's hump day. That's usually our day to just get us closer to roll call Friday. Or Thursday. <laughs> well, yeah, Thursday. Football. We got football. <laughs> we got all that other stuff. And, yeah. But um, a, lot of, a lot of brightness, a lot of light, a lot after yesterday's show. I said, you know what? I, I, I'm, I, I mean, a lot of people reaching out, mm. a lot of people talking, a lot of people. Even the wife got a must have somebody said something because she goes, "What did you guys talk about on the show yesterday?" Somebody at work said you were talking about marriage and divorce and all kinds of things. I said, "Oh, you already know." Of course, said, you, <laughs> you hear all the stuff while I'm yeah. talking sometimes. She's like, no, I usually go to sleep. I don't like to listen to all that stuff. I said, okay, well, she go watch the show. Started <laughs> about the 30 minute mark and watch for about mm, 45 minutes. Pretty, pretty hardcore discussion. So yeah, I, 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 I just had to get the dark glasses for the beginning of the show because I think we opened some eyes yesterday. I think we opened some light. Um, you really, I mean, you can't catch me by surprise. You try sometimes, but you did catch me by surprise yesterday when you said, you know what? And you leaned back and I was like, what's he doing? Oh, he's going to do it right now. Oh, shit. He's going to do it right now. And then you just started talking. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this right now. So um, it was 10-4, which is so strange because 14 was my number growing up. So numerology things you got working. It's crazy. But listen, I'm I proud follow- of you. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm proud to be your friend. I'm proud Thank to be you. your co-host. I'm proud of, of this show with the job that Farrah does. And like, I'm proud of the guys and girls, but mostly guys that reached out. I mean, we had people, we had doctors. Psychiatrists. Out yeah. Guys who deal with men's health mental men's men's mental health Man. reach, reach out and say, Hey, if I can do anything for you guys. And I was, I mean, our brain starts going, right. We start going like, man, like somebody asked in the discord channel, somebody said, can we have a channel dedicated towards guys sharing what they're going through? And I was just like, wait, are we like cracking a door here? Are, are we going to, do you remember when Patty Pimlet in the, in the octagon lost one of his friends to suicide and he, yeah. he chose to use that time. I feel like we're starting to get the wall is starting to crumble a little bit for guys. And we're starting to become a little bit more vulnerable. 
and we're, mm. we're willing to like talk about some of the things that really make us, you know, everyone loves to brag about when things are great and talk about everything that's, you know, yeah. make big announcements and the world's wonderful and everything is, you know, look at me type stuff and, and social. And like the harsh reality is that like more than not, we're not like that. Right. We're all, we, we are going through some nasty stuff and we yeah. all, we all are feeling isolated and we all need, you know, someone just to kind of say, yeah, you, you're right. Like what, what's going on? Like, you need to talk about anything? Like what's up? And I learned that from you. I mean, I've, I've watched you just a simple turn of phrase to somebody that we're talking. It leads to this conversation that like, I never thought we were going to have. It was like, all you asked was one question of like, Hey, so what happened with insert whatever? And then that just like you tell the person wanted to talk about it and the person wanted to kind of get it out there and just like, here it is. It's just boom. And I feel like Step men one P roll is asking the question and but people don't it do it terms, but you but, do it. And no, people but, don't do it. People would rather know, run away from it because they don't want to have that conversation. They you know what step two it. is though? What? Sit back and listen. Mm. Sit back and listen. We're getting so much better at listening. I've been blessed to be able to listen because I, I got it from my dad. My mm. dad used to listen. I used to tell him, dad, how do you listen to everybody's shit all the time? He used to, that was part of his, he owned his own business, but I used to tell him his desk was, it might as well have been a, a, a shrink couch. It might've been a confessional, a priest confessional, a rabbinical a rabbi's office. He was everybody's person to listen. And we're getting so good at listening. I think we're opening that door, one, to ask the question, but two, as a guy to go, hey, man, you you good? Like, you doing all right? Like, how, how's that? Whatever, like you said. And then lean back and just listen. And, and we listened yesterday. Well, you did. <laughs> we're listening right now. I mean, yeah. you sent me that text like five minutes before we're going to start the show. And I'm like, man, I'm fired up today. Well, we got a lot. I mean, look, I'm going to respond to everyone. And I know there's a bunch of people who have written me and I, I promise I will write back to each and every one of you and thank you. And I'm, I've read them all. Okay. Just, just, just know that I've yes. seen your messages. I've read them. I just haven't had a chance to write back. I had Madeline last night. We had, we had our, our, our weekly dinner. So, you know, the, we get my, my wife, ex-wife soon to be now is we do one week on one week off with my kid. So Tuesdays are the time that we spend with our kid when we don't have our kid. So Tuesdays are always kind of nuts for me. So I was out. Tuesdays are, yeah. So off limits for tough. So, right so, so it's tough. So I'm with Maddie. I'm with Maddie all night. So like I didn't have a chance to write everything. And <clears throat> she decorated the house for Thanksgiving for, for, uh, for Halloween last night. She went through all the big boxes of stuff and she was, it was a really fun night. So it was, after the show to get to spend that with Maddie. And then like, I, I know you've said this to me before, but like when your kid turns to you and says, that was really fun, dad. Like it just kind of like, I don't know. It, it just, it puts a charge through your entire system that like, okay, hell has gone. We've gone through it, but the kid's going to be okay. And the kid is, is, you know, I, we're going to be okay. And that's all I really was concerned about through all of this was whether or not my daughter was going to be okay. And last night was sort of, again, we want to talk about someone tapping on your shoulder and saying, Hey, it's going to be all right. Last night for me was that night, like to watch my daughter dance around the room. And then after we're done, she looked up at me and she was like, that was a lot of fun. Like was just, 
I don't know. I was on. I was on a cloud last night at nine o'clock. I was like, this better is, than any three teamer. I can tell you that. Tell right you that. Yeah, better than any parlay you're going to hit in the next month. To yeah, have that, close. just a, one sentence from your daughter, just say that was a lot of fun, Dad. I was like, okay, like that was you know a really special. I'll, I'll remember last night. I remember yesterday for my whole rest of my life. But I remember including the nighttime, my whole life, and then what happened at night was sort of kind of put a nice cherry on top of the whole Sunday. So thank you for everyone who's reached out people in sports grade who just watched the show overnight. I was getting messages. I woke up this morning at 7am and I, I had overnight messages, people yeah, middle of the night saying, Hey, I just watched this on sports grid. I, I watch you guys all the time. And I just found you on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. Like I, it was, that's really cool that you guys are watching the show on sports grid who aren't, aren't seeing the show live. And then obviously on the discord channel, you guys who are all really active in there were awesome. We really, really cool messages. <laughs> Stevie Mac is sending me videos of comedians who were making fun of divorce. So it was really, it was, it was great. It's like, hey, I want to lighten you up a little bit. So we got, we, we got, um, we got a crew. Mm. It's, 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 it's building right now. Everybody's watching out for each other. I mean, yeah. if you're watching the show live, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, but we got guys checking on PB down in Florida. How's the cleanup yeah. going, you know, after hurricane Ian, we got other guys, Rommel camps in Iowa, you know, checking on how are they getting three and a half points against Illinois this week? Like we got, we got, we got all kind of stuff. We got caught. Why are they getting more? Would be my question. Man, my question when I were think they should be favored still. Like they're crazy. Uh, Pete Futek, College Football News, coming on at eleven o'clock Pacific time, two o'clock Eastern, to answer that exact question. I can't wait to find out because he's in Chicago, so he's around Illinois people. Oh, and he goes to Iowa games from time to time, so we will Ooh. definitely get to his thoughts on Iowa, Illinois. I, okay. I mean, how many points is Iowa scoring? <laughs> I mean, how many points? Why don't we ask ourselves that question every week? That's the Harper, no. I don't know. 13. Hold on. What's the total? Because Illinois, it's 36 and a half. The 30, total in the game. 36 and a half. Dave, Come I may on, have, we, we may have found a number where I'll bet over 36. It was 35 and a half last night. That's too low. That's too low, man. It's bet up. Well, the first the first move was open Iowa, 35 Illinois, and a half. 36 and a half. Yeah. So we started at the bottom. The 35 and a half was the bottom. And then they went up. They, they the first move was to over. Drake has a song. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> I love that song. And we might have done that with that total. We might have done that with that total. We might have started from the bottom. Usually we got to get to the bottom yep. and then come back up. But we might have started at the bottom with that total. That's ridiculous. Three and a half. I like Illinois. 36 and a half. I like the over. <laughs> Favorite in the over in that game. So we'll get to that coming up at two o'clock Eastern time with Pete Futek. All right. Let's talk about Aaron Judge hit number 62. This is going to be wrong, Matt, because it's TV anchor's husband. I forgot the very important <laughs> word. It's not TV anchor. So you get a pass on the graphics Thank after you. yesterday. It's fine. TV anchor husband <laughs> caught the ball don't change it mess his feet up or nothing just leave <laughs> well, the tweet you'll see from her that she tweeted out last night saying that's my husband as she was watching the game on tv mm. and she watched her husband catch a baseball that might be worth two million dollars what would you do with the ball if you're this guy because bob nightingale was dead wrong bob nightingale reported this guy having a net worth of like 175 million dollars wrong guy wrong guy <laughs> wrong guy He's Wait, not, the guy said that the guy caught the Nightingale said the guy caught the ball was worth $175 million and he got it wrong? Yes. 
not right because everybody was saying, is this your husband? That's my husband. So the, the tweet was from Bob Nightingale. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. It was essentially saying that, yes, he's, he was worth a lot of money, but that's not actually him. The woman he married, though, is a former contestant on um, on a reality the, TV show. Yeah, The Bachelor. Come on, bro. So she's Come an anchor. On. She's an anchor in Dallas. Come on. And Come he on. is. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, she's. She's very pretty. I think he's well off. I don't know if he's as well off as Bob Nightingale says he was, but if you're rich already, and you catch sixty-two, yeah. So according to Bob Nightingale, he's the vice president of Fisher investments which manages 197 billion dollars worldwide how could he miss on that i mean that's one Corey guy humans it's, it's saying that's not the right guy so it's wrong Corey humans i guess but I, I don't know i mean everyone's saying that's not the right person but come on his wife i did herself saying that's my husband and she's a former bachelor listen contestant. there's probably a lot of them out there that said that's my husband you know what i'm saying <laughs> no she better really, be she right really, she really is married to him, but she if you have money, sure. And you're, positive. You have right. money. You're in the media. Your family is. Your wife is. So you are as well. What do you do with the ball? He has not what said do, what he's what doing do with, the do ball with the ball. What do you want to do? Give it back? I'm selling it. Right. But, when do you sell what, it? What do you do with it? What do you do with it? What do you mean? I I hold on to the damn thing. I see what I'm going to get for it. I'm it's not doing ball. any reactionary. I'm not doing any reactionary. I mean, this is a collector's item. But here's the funny thing. This is the seventh highest total of home runs in a single season in MLB history. As a league. As a league. Yeah. Seventh. Yeah. This is the highest in the American League. But this is only the seventh greatest season in MLB history. That's still seven of like 126 years or something. What's Does Roger that? Maris Jr. calling this the clean home run record give this ball more value? No. You What's sure? Junior talking about? But Junior gets to go home. That's good. Big tweet from him last night. That's where he said, he goes, congratulations to Aaron Judge, the home run champ, the clean home run champ. Is what Roger Maris Jr. called Aaron Judge. <laughs> is he trying to get a show on Twitter too or something? I don't know what he's trying to do, but he's I mean, that is that is what people in New York believe. I mean, people in New York, New York believe, believe a lot of shit. This is the home run record now. 62 is the home run record. Aaron Judge is the single season home run champ, and the ball that Corey Humans, I don't think Matt Humans is related to him, but Corey Humans. Is the home run that ball he's got is the home run ball? It's the ball. Come on. What to say? So, so because Roger Maris Jr. said it, that's the record now. They're just going to abolish all those other numbers. Well, no, it. I mean, the value that people, I mean, Darren Ravel, people of those of that ilk have put two million dollar value on this. The ball's worth two million dollars. Is Ravel getting a cut? Of course, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I buy it, Darren, right now. Ask him what the ball is. Say, Darren, how much how much is this guy going to get for the ball? He's selling it. Two million is supposed to be the number. Well, so go back to your original question. What would you do with the ball? Sell it. But I would wait to see what is going to come off of it. Did you see the guy to the left that jumped? You jumped, you dummy. I mean, I give him credit for jumping. Is he okay? I don't know. Supposedly he's 
okay, but not like he got hurt, supposedly. It's a fall. You it's, it's think it's a that fall. was a big jump. And he was hoping that somebody dropped it. I mean, I get the I get the idea, right? The idea oh, is he, gets go- the, he owns the ricochet. I'm going first. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be there. This guy oh. in the front row drops it. You know, I'm there. It's mine. I mean, I guess I would risk a broken ankle for $2 million. He'd done worse. <laughs> True. <laughs> Definitely. I'm scared of heights. I don't know if I'd have jumped. I think I'd have, I'd have jumped if I'd have known I was going to catch it. I don't think I'd have well, jumped. No way to know. There's no way to know it, 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 the ball. You'd have to beat a bullpen guy. So, like, they're going to race after it and try to grab it, too. So, it's a race to the ball. P-Roll, if we take off from that seat and we're going down, we're taking everybody out to get that ball. Right? Probably Bull, so. Bullpen guy's going to be like, what the <laughs> hell is this guy doing? Holy. By the time he even knows what hit him, I'm taking him out. I'm getting that ball. Right. I'm uh, getting that ball. Yes. Whist away. Guy gets the ball and just runs. Security <laughs> grabs him. Got to get right, away from all those people. Right to being the authenticator, <laughs> right to the authenticator for MLB. Went ahead, and then every media member followed him saying, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He just said, out, he said what his name was. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Which I think <laughs> is the right answer. Because the longer it goes and the more that you don't talk about what you're going to do with it, the more people are going to be interested. Value may go up. Yeah, People are going to be like, oh, you have it. There's video evidence of it. That's the ball. Bidding war. Aaron Judge, you want it? How much do you want to give for it? Yankees, you want it? How much do you want to give for it? Otherwise, I'm just going to hang on to this thing and we'll put it up at auction five years. So funny because the balls mean something different to everybody. Like, I'll never forget each of the kids when they hit their first home run. We got the ball and they gave it to me. They're like, Daddy, here's your here's a here's my first home run ball. I want you to have it. Well, and I was just like, that's nice. Damn, how cool is that? Yeah, like, that's nice. You know, I was like, all right, that that that's that's uh, thank you, you know. And so, you know, they're in their rooms. I gave them, you know, I was, what am I going to do with it? You know, right. I got to hear, I got to hear enough about the hats and the jerseys and all this other stuff. I can't have balls in a room. I'm like, that's pretty cool. So each one, I think, means something different. To you know, it's not the first time that Aaron Judge did something to keep a ball, but it's the only time that he'll ever have that ball and that record like that. That's, that's when you start to think about the big picture, like there's one of those forever. That's mm-hmm. it. Cause he's so, sitting today. He's not going to play today. So that's it. That's 62. That's the ball. Is he sitting today officially? I mean, I assume he's sitting. Yeah, I would assume so too, but. I mean, why play? What's the point? I don't know. So you I got 62. Know. It was the second game of the doubleheader, not the first game of the doubleheader. I saw a bunch of people bet the first game of the doubleheader. It happens in the second game of the doubleheader. We played them both, <laughs> played both games yesterday. So you figure he sits today. I would sit him today. I've seen enough, Aaron. You got your record. Sit down, relax. We got one more game. I don't need you out yeah. there even thinking about tweaking anything or. You know, but players play, coaches coach. Maybe he'll let them, maybe he'll put them out there. Who knows? DH or something. I think he'll be. Uh, SoCal DJ says he's expected to be in the lineup. Wow. Why? I don't know. 
I don't That's know. bizarre. Well, I mean, <laughs> makes that ball irrelevant. Addison says the guy that jumped is Mikey Meatballs. <laughs> Frankie Spaghetti. <laughs> That's pretty good. The air in Vegas today, I went for a run this morning. The air in Vegas today is so bad. My lungs, I've been coughing all morning. It's so yeah. bad. I don't know what is going on with the air quality in Vegas today, but it's not good. That was not the morning to go for a run. Not good. No oh, outside, period. My eyes been bothering me. It's that transition to, you know, the winter. I mean, the weather's perfect, but that stuff's in the air, the wind, it's brutal. It's awful. All right. Do you dare bet baseball today? I mean, this is no, this is a dead day. This is so difficult to handicap bet anything today, right? Man, betting's hard enough, right? Today is a day you can bet the SMU game. That's fine. I baseball have. today, <laughs> you're scratching an itch that you just don't need to scratch. I, I I don't think so. I I would I would laugh. We would be in the book and go, man, this is this is for the real hardcore guys today. You're putting up the lines. You're going, why? I don't know who's playing. I don't know who's not playing, or how long they're playing. How for. long they're playing. How many at-bats? Who's getting? I have no idea. The pitchers today, the can you imagine pitching on the last day? It's season? like a spring training game. It's like, right. what you work, it's, it's like, what are you working on? What are you trying to prove? Like, there's exactly no. Exactly what we're doing. No one's trying today. to win today. So here's the question. Do you, and this is your last chance to do it. The Atlanta Braves clinched the East last night and yes, they, they did. partied. They threw down. Did they? Oh, yeah. That's good. They they were they were releasing some demons last night. Do you dare bet the Marlins today? Are the Marlins there? There was no line in this game this morning. Oh, so the books the books were very cautious to put this up because they don't know who who's going to play. It could be a Triple A squad for the Braves today. Let's see. Has anyone put it up? Oh my gosh! Uh, one place, the Westgate. One book. Oh no! Wait. Uh, let's see. Oh no! No, it's up. It's up in okay. five or six. Yeah. Okay. What the Mets it? is the concern today. The Mets have no line. Oh, Westgate's wow. the only place in the world right now with a line Mets. on the Mets. But what's the number for the Marlins? They uh, let's see. The Mets are minus one twenty-five today against Washington after losing the division. The Braves. <laughs> The Marlins are minus one, anywhere from minus 120 to minus 130. Fair. They should be favored. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the only game I could even think about betting today, not going to, but the only game I would even like bat an eye at is bet the Marlins against the You Mets. don't want to take the Nationals plus money against the Mets? The Mets are done. They're not playing anybody today either. Absolutely right? not. They start a series at City Field on Friday. Yeah, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all those. So no Miami bet for you today? You aren't betting the you betting I'm not the advocating any baseball place today. <laughs> I don't blame you. All right, if let's I don't get have to, it. We'll do better to book it, and I'll probably just book all your bets because I'd be in the book going, oh, y'all fire away. Let's go. Let's get to tomorrow. I told, I told you. I ain't betting baseball. You but didn't I want might. to bet baseball a month ago. Right, but I might. Oh. Three-game series. A little bit of a different Aha. world. I might get not individual games, but yes, in sir. individual series, yeah, you may yeah. you may find my way into it today tonight for 
Thursdays, just the picks, and then tomorrow on the show. But oh, oh. Cardinals minus one thirty-five mm-hmm. win the series against Philly. Yes, sir. Phillies. This is a crazy stat. Now that the Phillies have won the wild card, every single team in Major League Baseball in the history of the game have now represented in the wild card round of some sort. Phillies were the last one. The Phillies were the last one. Isn't that wild? Every team except Philadelphia had been a wild card in some form in the history of Major League Baseball, except for in, until they until now. So they've never been here. Literally, they've never been in this situation. No one's ever done a three-game series, but they've never been in a wild card team ever. Hmm. Do you like the Cardinals in this series? We're lining up the pitchers today, right? Yep. And the times. First game is Guardians and Race. Done. I so, bet a million dollars. So are they playing day, night, day? I think the first game is 9 a.m. our time. It is noon. You're right. So that's what I'm asking because that noon, that first game on, on Friday is always fucking really weird. It's always – it's so strange. East Guardians Coast race. It's East Coast. It's noon. People are half asleep. The players aren't awake. There's no, yeah. there's no juice in the energy in the, in the building at all. Uh, that yeah. first game of the because that wild card game, the first wild card game, always had this. Now this is three game series. That game's going to be sleepy as hell. That's that'll be the first one, and then um, I mean Toronto, Seattle has a West Coast team, and so I think that'll be second. But they may go National League Cardinals, Phillies. Middle game. The Mets get the prime time games. The Fair. Mets will be on prime time. And Both then uh, Thursday, Toronto, Friday, Seattle. In Friday, Toronto, Saturday? Maybe late. Yeah. The late baseball game on Saturday night will have a big audience. That'll be a, that'll have a big audience. Mets Padres? Probably, yeah. That'll that'll have a big audience for sure. Hmm. Um so I, I we got to line the pictures up before I say yes or no, um, which I think we're going to have today. Who's the game one starter for the for the Cardinals? Um, Mikolas. It's Zach Wheeler going for Philly, of course. Wheeler probably, probably Mikolas. Yeah, uh, I would say that's probably the best. I mean, we can't truck Wayne right back out there, can we? Cardinals are minus 140 in game one, even without their starting pitcher being named. <laughs> That's that is something. That is something. So McClanahan starting for the Rays. Seattle, Toronto is Luis Castillo against Manoa. It's nine under it's 12, 12.07, 2.07, 4.07, 8.07. Tampa, Eastern Cleveland. Those are all Eastern, yes. Tampa, Cleveland, game one. Philly, St. Louis, game two. Seattle, Toronto, game three. San Diego, New York, game four. Man, I could be a TV executive too. I, I did. That's that's the times. So that's perfect. Who mm-hmm. didn't know that that was going to happen? That first game out of the gates, like having like the Texans. Remember when the Texans were in the playoffs every year? They get the first game. That Midwest city again, nothing against you. Midwest people. Thank you for watching the show, listening to the show, hit the subscribe button while you're here, but you always get that first game because you can, people get up with the sun. You're up anyway. And uh, the rest of the country, especially out West isn't watching except in the books. Um, 
first thought Cardinals, Cardinals. right? Cardinals win game one. This is like so much. This was one of the most fun things I did in a book was adjusting a series price. Cardinals win game one and we go off at minus 135 or minus 140. They got to win one of the next two games. What's the series price go to the next day? If the Cardinals win game one? Uh-huh. Minus 250. Double it up. Almost. Double up, P. Rolt. Um, depending on who the game three matchup is, it doesn't change venue. So just people keep that in mind. We're staying in the same place all weekend. Does it's the home team bat last every game, all every three game? games? Do you watch baseball, sir? I, I do. I'm just making sure that I've got the I got it all right because I want yes, to make sure that's right. It's a three game series, and the team with the higher seed will be the home team all three yeah, games. I absolutely, I completely fucking hate this. I, Why? I, I hate this. I can't believe how much I hate this situation. This is fantastic. It's a three game not, series. What about when this was one game? Liked it better. Oh my. I liked it better. I, oh, I don't. This three on. games. I'll this put my three, listing this, glasses on for this one. This, this three game series without having, if you, you make the playoffs and you play three games on the road and you're, you don't get to bat last even once. Uh-uh. Like I get the changing in the venue thing. Like we're not going to travel, but that's fine. Then have the other team bat last once. Otherwise it's just, it's just not really fair. It's so heavily slighted towards the what home team. The- it's ridiculous. That's it's why so, you got to win more games out of the 162. Yeah, but it's, but both teams are wild card teams. I mean, I, I get the idea that the whole I wouldn't. I have less of a problem with the division winner having home field and having all three games at their place. But the two wild card teams playing against each other, I nah, not a fan. One two wild card teams playing against each other, and they've got to you know the the two seed in the wild card, the second wild card team's got to play all three games on the road. Yes, nah. We were better during a regular season. We earned this home field. Okay. Yeah, but your schedule, but schedules aren't the same. Schedules aren't equal. So what your division the- can be difficult, more difficult. Your road trip can be more difficult. I just I'm just saying, I, I'm just not a fan. I, I I don't I don't like baseball. This is what I mean. Like baseball is just trying so desperately to keep themselves relevant with the times. Ghost runners, the same problem. Pitch, pitch clock, Ghost same problem. Rule is tremendous in a regular. Ghost runner rule sucks. Pitch, pitch count sucks. I love the no shift. I like that. I like because that's the game. You're changing the game with the shift, and I like that. So I'm glad they're getting rid of the shift. That's annoying, but I mean bases being bigger. I mean, I, I still no one's been able to explain to me why the hell the bases why the bases being why are they being made bigger? I don't understand. Remember what? Don't don't forget. We fight I know we're, go, we're going all in on, st- on stolen base props in, in the first two months of the year. <laughs> two inches. Bigger oh. bases. The fuck are they talking about? But I, I don't, again, I don't get it. I mean, oh, it's for safety. For safety. What the, what? Oh, all right. So, <laughs> been playing baseball safe. for over a hundred years. Like, what do you mean? Are we, we seeing a rash of ACL injuries all of a sudden? You've got to protect safety, baseball players? Bro. Come it's on. dumb. Safety. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> Baseball is so desperate to stay relevant and stay. They just, you are who you are. Hell, yesterday's conversation. It goes back to yesterday. You are who you are. Embrace who you are. Love who you are. Amen. You know, you're not a social media platform. You're baseball. Not going to be, you know, swipe left, swipe right. It's not what baseball is. Okay. 
They suppose long days in the heat and the sights and the smells and the sounds. That's what it if is. The championship is decided in a freezing ass cold with guys with earmuffs on and the freezing hands and stuff in late October or early November. And I don't mind that, to be quite honest, because that's the way the game's always been played. That's how it is. It's Listen, cold I've been tweeting out these tweets the about this 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 Pittsburgh sports thing. He he's recalling every day in these runs. The NLCS in 1990 was playing right now, this week. 1990, the Pirates were playing the Reds in the NLCS. The game was the side. Yeah, the World like Series that. was like next week. It's fair. I agree. October baseball is when base. I mean, we really we start the playoffs way too late. I mean, starting way the play late. We start them way too late. I don't mind having the playoffs in October. That's I fine. don't like starting the playoffs on October the sixth. Right. It's so yeah, late. More it's so, the, so, so. No, late. Hey, I mean, six. It's the seventh. Seventh. It, we're a week behind. We're a week behind where we should be. Minimum. Like we, we should start this thing a week earlier. Like we gotta really, go down to one fifty four in a regular season and play a couple Sunday double headers. We should be into the NL and ALCS right now. No, I think right now. I think the solution. I think your double header idea. I think keeping it at one sixty two is fine, but I think we need to bring back the day night double header and. Tell the owners to go flag. It's hard kite. for people and families to go to. Just play two. Why? 20 minutes in between. No, do day night. Why is that hard? Different different fan bases come to different games. You don't have to go to both games. Why do you have to go to both games? We get some value as a family if we go and well, sit you, there for six Yeah, of hours. course. You get a lot of value, but the owners are never going to go for that because the owners would lose. Then you're losing one Sunday doubleheader a month. Is they would lose days. Yeah, say a okay. week. Let's do the math. Average ticket price at Fenway Park is sixty dollars. There's forty thousand people that go to that. Parking and concessions on top of that. You think the owners are just going to let that walk one day a month? You can't figure that shit out, and you only got to do it at home twice because everyone else will do it twice, and we're good. Man, I don't know. I think you could. Place two, it, a ton it's two point four million dollars on ticket prices alone that you're giving up on that one day. These people not, need that. Not they concession. That yeah, they, I mean, they're going to sell how much more food the people ain't leaving. I don't know. They may or they may not. I don't know. I'm just how saying, much I more like, beer are they going to sell? I'm fine with day night double headers. I, I'm, I'm fine with them. I, I get the idea of buying one ticket and get two games. I understand that. But, you know, I, I if we're going to go the, the double header route, I think you do the day night double header and you just build those in. And so you, you move it up by a week and you say, guys, we're playing two games during the day. Plan for it. We'll have an extra guy. Your roster can expand by two players on that one day. Bring up a couple of AAA guys who can be ready to go in case you need an arm or two to come in and pitch in a blowout setting or something, and then send them back down to AAA. But I'm with you. Move the damn schedule up. Yeah. I mean, God, God forbid, like Minnesota makes it in the World Series someday, and they're playing in the snow. Games are going to be decided. Like, you can't play because it's snowing. And, like, I mean, the Northern Hemisphere could get in a World Series. Like, know, this could be I'm a not, problem. I do, it's not a problem. It's not a problem unless my team's in it. It's, it's from a betting perspective, you just bet against it. it just, it's easy. If my team's in it, okay, yeah, maybe I'm going to be bent about it. If the Red Sox are playing the Twins in the ALCS and they got to go to Minneapolis in late October. Okay, yep, I'd be pissed off. I'd be mad about it. But the likelihood of the Twins being in the a ALCS is, you know, not high. 
I'm not, I'm not worried about it at the moment. Oh boy. About the twins oh doing anything to be somewhat dangerous from a championship perspective for a long time. So are we lagging. Are we good? We skipped for a second, but I think we're Saw okay. a little bit of a lag right there. Yeah, we, we flipped. Must All right. So we got a few tech in there or something close. Do you like the cards or no? Um, well, I think the Phillies are live. I really I do. I, do I, I think the Philly, I think the Phillies are live. I gotta again. I gotta see the matches, but I know the it's Wheeler Nola. But my thing is with the Cardinals, that home field. I'm it's fantastic. It's a big deal, man. That's a tough place to win, man. That is a hard place to win two out of three when every pitch matters. They got such a good bullpen too. The Phillies bullpen just always gets them. Like it just always. I don't yeah. know. I'm comfortable laying. I'm comfortable laying. Well, I think the Phillies are live, but I could. I think it's Cardinals in three. Minus one thirty-five. I'd lay it. I asked Ranieri this yesterday, which, by the way, he said he can come on the show during our oh, time good. window, so he'll be able to come on. We'll good. figure out which day we'll have him on. But um, how many series go three games? Two. That's what I said. He said none. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah, he said there ain't going to be no game threes. He said the team that win game one is going to win game two in every series. I said, Joe, again, all, all due respect, you're wrong. Two, like, two out of the four. Yeah, it's baseball. Yeah, it becomes I a be single, surprise to see three out of four. It becomes a single game elimination. I mean, it becomes all hands on deck. It becomes on a know. Sunday against the NFL. Can you yeah. imagine if it was a Wednesday? Yeah, like we couldn't it. wait until Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to do this. Well, no, then we're pushing the it back even more. Well, then we're then we're even more angry because then you are. I understand, but in man, Arctic temperatures. So be so move the year up. If you, move, if, you, if you ended the season on Sunday, you could have played the games on Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. One day off to travel wherever you yeah. got to get to it. Tuesday, you Wednesday, a midweek, three-game set, and then the ALDS starts on Saturday. Seems very logical, but baseball is not logical. So Not all the time. Never. Not all the time. Never. <laughs> it's never logical. Mets are one minus 175. What are they doing with that number? Against the Padres. That's steep. That's, I mean, are they going to Grom Scherzer or Scherzer to Grom? Doesn't really matter. I feel better game one if it's Scherzer, to be perfectly honest. Really? I do. Hmm. You got to get to one. You got to get game one. And I put Scherzer out there. Because I'll give that guy the ball. I ain't got to worry about nothing. He's going to stay in and do what he has to do. DeGrom's going to give him, you know, we got to protect him. We got to, how many pitches does he got? What if they force him to throw a lot of pitches and we're in the fifth? Do we take him out? I mean, because you ain't using him again. So, so Max um, Scherzer in the postseason, his career, I mean, my gosh, does he have a lot of postseason experience? Forget how many times this guy's been in the playoffs. He's, I mean, he's been He's oh. in the play. He's in the playoffs a lot. A lot. Wow. His average run support in the postseason is three point seven two runs per game. Three point seven two. But it's not great because he's averaged in game three. He has a nine average run per game, but everything else is one 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 nine two four two one. So he's not getting great run support when he starts. It's the playoffs, man. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> let's see. In 2001, the last time he's pitched, he's pitched 128 and two thirds innings in the postseason. Here is the surprising stat. That's something if, more surprising than that. What do you got? His ERA is 3.22. That's what's wrong. That's not bad. That's stunning for Max Scherzer. What do you mean? His ERA is 3.2. Max Scherzer's ERA this year is 2.29. His career the, ERA the is 3. ERA's his ERA is 3.1. His, his career ERA is 3.1. He has a higher a higher postseason ERA than he does in the in his career. The ERA numbers now are ridiculous. Like they don't, they're so blown out of historical proportions. A three ERA, sub three ERA was so rare back in not that long ago, a decade he was ago. Bad with, well, when he was with Baltimore, he got, man, in got 2014, he got torched. Yikes. Give up five earned runs. The next year he was with, with Washington. He gave up four earned runs in six innings. The Orioles said, game was against the Yankees, right? Orioles game was against Detroit. Oh, that's when they were good too. Remember when yeah, Detroit got, was good and stuff? Got lit up 12-3 final. Yeah. I mean, when he pit, we started in 2011, he was really good until he was with Texas and he pitched uh, in the AL or no, he was with Detroit then. Detroit. Sorry. He was with Detroit and he pitched really well against the Yankees. Six innings, zero earned runs, came in in relief. Wait, Max game. was with Baltimore or Max was with Detroit? When Detroit. he tried hit. Yeah. No, no. He, when, he, when he hit hard, he was with, he must have been with Detroit. Yeah, he was with Detroit. He was with Detroit. It was like, sorry. what are you talking about? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Baltimore? Yeah. Well, he, he played for Baltimore, right? He's been in so many dark no. teams. Tigers. Washington. Okay. The so Tigers all the way until 20, uh, with Washington 2016 was the next time he made the postseason with right. Washington against the Dodgers, six innings, four earned runs in game one, and then came back in game five, six innings, one earned run, pitch much better. Right. In 2017 with Washington against the Cubs, he went six and a third, one earned run, and then came in relief in game five, one inning, and gave up two earned runs and four runs overall. Yeah, they hit him that day. In a 9-8 loss. He came yeah. out of the bullpen and got crushed by the – that was the Cubs in 2017. Was that the World Series year for the Cubs? Yep. Okay, so that was the yeah the come from my magic, yeah, and magic. then Washington he was he was pretty good with Washington. He played pitching a bunch of games for the 2019 season for Washington. The year they won it, uh, and then 2021 last time he was in it, he was really good. Gave up a total of four. He had four appearances. Um, gave up a grand Dodgers. total of four, four earned runs with the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. That's who I want starting in game one. Okay, fair. Experience-wise, it's way more than DeGrom. If he starts, I mean, it's him, Darvish. We might see sixes, P-Roll, a few. Really? In totals, yeah. Yeah, we could see a five and a half. Shut up. What? Really? Not even joking. A five and a half? Got to get How somebody do you not bet, to bet over, over that? How do you not bet over that? You're five and a half. The windows are open. My gosh, five and a half in a playoff. I mean, I know it's a playoff game. You see, three twos of the final. I get it, but oof, that's low. Five and a half is a low number. Uh, okay, quickly, before we get to our guy, Pete Futek, who's just signed in here. Nice. Guardians Rays. Serious price is 130 for the Cheap. Guardians. That's you like the Guardians a lot, huh? 
I'm telling you, that's cheap. Yeah. Is that what the if bet you make? Game one. What the hell does it go to? My but you got to beat McClanahan in game one. That's, that's why mean. this price is what it is. Yes. So, so what, I you get think the, the price. Rays, so what happens if the Rays win game one? What's the Guardians price go to? Oh. Plus money? Plus. No, like probably plus 150. Wow. That much. Okay. Yeah, we got to flip it. We got to make, we got to make the, we got to make the raise minus 150 at least. Right. So plus 130. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you bet this series simply based on who you think's winning game one. That's it. Really? So yes. if I like the raising game one, I bet the raise to win the series. Yeah. And right now, because you got plus, you'll get plus one ten on the race. You can flip it if the raise. If you're right, if you bet the series price right now, yeah, raise the plus money on the raise. Yeah, and you just take the big plus on the take the plus on the Guardians in game two, lock up some profit, right? Earning units. That's my theory on this series. This is this is the only one where I think game one goes to the dog, and I think the Guardians win the series. Oh, I think the Rays win game one and the Guardians win the series. Wowza. Okay. Well, you get, I trust, you get, I trust the later we go, the farther away we get from McClanahan, the farther away we get from the best pitcher in the American league. Right. You get Bieber, McKenzie, and I believe Quantrill. And I don't think the, I don't know if the Guardians have lost a Quantrill start in three months. So he's game three. Oh boy, Pete just disappeared from the green room. He's coming in and out. I okay. think he's playing with his mic. He's playing with settings, I think. All right. On on that. And then before we get to Pete, one one more baseball series. Blue Jays are minus 170 to win the series against the Mariners. This seems absurdly expensive to me. Am I wrong to like the dog here? Hell no. I like the Mariners here. This is this I was I was going back and forth with someone last night and I said, I think the price is too high on the on the Blue Jays. But they're going to bet the shit out of Manoa in game one. They're going to bet him. So just wait till after let Manoa win game one and the Mariners win the series? So you think that the dog in the other series in American League and is going to win game one but lose the series. If the Blue Jays lose game one with Manoa, are they done done? Yes. They got to win them both. And you don't, you don't think they can? I don't. If they're down 0-1, they can't. It's it's over. Manoa's. They got to win that game. So knowing that this price should be, this is crazy high to me. Is Robbie Ray gonna gonna send his former team out? <laughs> what a story, right? <laughs> I think it's phenomenal. If, if Robbie Ray's on the mound while they get when when, he, when they go, I think it's phenomenal. I might give them the ball in game one. You're going to start Robbie Ray? No, they're not. That, that pitching, that's out. We, the Mariners are starting Castillo? Yeah, I guess Castillo-Manoa game one. That'd be interesting. I might have. How about that? I mean, Castillo gets the big contract. They trade for him, gets the big contract. They give him the ball in game one. Biggest game in Mariners last 25 years. They hand the ball to a guy who they picked up at the trade the line. Yeah, he's awesome. He is. He's 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 one of the best like single game pitchers. I I love that dude. Mm. But um, 
Now say they win. Yeah. They beat Manoa and they say to Robbie Ray, here's the ball, son. Go Go get him. Go get him. They get rid of you. Go get him. I mean, I'm jacked up just saying it. I can't imagine warming up in a bullpen with him. Robbie, how you feel? Good, bro. I'm good. (laughs) Let's go. So you don't hold him for game three. Throw him game two. I don't know. I mean, like you got an opportunity to put him out with two games and then you can start your rotation again. Right. That's the key. The teams have such an incentive to get it done in two because then they can put their rotation back up at the top again. Right. But they got to go. Who do you trust? Who do you trust more? Logan Gilbert or Robbie Ray? To win game two, if you're up, if you're up one out or you're down Give Ray the ball, baby. Give Ray the ball. All right. I like, man, Gilbert's been really good. He's been <laughs> he's great. Been, I'll save him really for game three. He's been, Logan Gilbert's been a lot of fun. Otherwise, he's my number one starter in game one. If I don't got enough time to put of the Castillo DS? at the top, I start Gilbert, then Castillo. Hello. Game one of the DS? Live. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hate it. I look, if you want to take a flyer bet right now, Mariners to win the American League pennant. Why not? It's a good bet. It's a good bet. People have been people who on the on the East Coast who don't stay up late at night, who don't watch the Mariners, they don't, don't understand what this pitching staff with Castillo at the top, what they're capable of doing. They don't know. They are capable of beating literally everyone they're going to face in the playoffs. I like him a lot. We should ask Shelly what she likes. Yeah. (laughs) Pete just snapped and disappeared. I don't know if he meant it it on purpose. Matt's saying he's all set. So we can. I don't believe him. I don't believe her at all. No, because I keep seeing Pete pop in, pop out of the green room. Send us a text. He said, Uh, We we are good. We're good. All right. Let's see if this works. He snapped and then disappeared. And I was like, Wait, it's like a magic trick that he did. Stay stay on here, Pete. Come on. Let's get this. Turn all your notifications off. Turn everything (laughs) off. Let's go. You're using your technology today. I'll figure it out sometime. (laughs) Well, we hear you. Is that that's better than last time? Last time we did not hear you. So this is a we were already ahead of where we were the last time we tried to do this. Pete Futech, college football news, joining us here on BVB. Pete, Matt, and Dave, thanks for coming on. What's going on, guys? Hi, Pete. Let's start with tonight. We have a Wednesday game, which thankfully means I'm not betting baseball, so I love this. What do you make of Gus Malzahn at home with Central Florida? This guy's not a good guy to back when it comes to being at home. And SMU's lost two games in a row. They had some kids that are holding out now, which is causing people to be a little nervous. Any thoughts on SMU tonight on the road in the bounce house? Yeah, just kind of like you're talking. I'm hearing all your baseball, blah, blah, blah. Don't you just throw it all out? Like, doesn't, like, at the end of the day, it's the playoffs. I mean, it's just, who cares? I mean, first of all, I mean, it's, it's, everything kind of goes out the window. This is, this is where you bunt. Oh, did we lose him? We lost the audio. Pete to turn all of them. Yeah, exactly. See, as, soon as, su- as soon as I suggest that you bunt in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom! Mike, cut Johnny. the mic. Exactly. They, they, there's somebody out there who's like totally against the idea the of money, anti-money ball. But tonight, yes, it's a weird game. You know, it, it, everything's displaced. Everything's dysfunctional. Both teams get a week off next week anyway. Uh, Flo- UCF is a better overall team. They're not throwing the ball at all, so it's really all about the ground game. 
SMU's defense has been a little bit better, but it's only been three, three and a half, depending on where you're looking at this. I like UCF. Give away the points. It's not enough to, uh, to take if you're SMU at this point. Pete, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Now, you're going to get some hard questions here for about 15 or 20 minutes about college football. I apologize in advance for this one. Make sense of Nebraska Rutgers on Friday night, please. How in the hell can Nebraska be road favorites against anybody, let alone Rutgers? What yeah, are we doing with this game on Friday? With the caveat that I am always wrong, uh, it either either I nail the important. Thursday and hit the Friday or reverse. Like it yes. because again, once you take a team out of their rhythm in college football, I mean, no other sport, including the NFL, is weirder when you kind of disrupt the pattern right. that these. Now that wasn't nothing to do with the bunting. That had nothing to do with the bunting. Yeah, not bad. He's back. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Stop with right. the notifications. Turn them all <laughs> off, Pete. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So it. So in a weird game. So it's a weird game. Nebraska's looking better, but it's also a short week for them. Uh, I'm still not buying into them. I think they go back to being Nebraska and make it close up until the very end, and they start losing another close game again. Rutgers has no offense, None. but they take the ball away. So if you think Nebraska's going to turn the ball over two times or more, then go with Rutgers in this. So the Iowa game against Illinois has a total of 36 and a half, which <laughs> is just absolutely ridiculous in a football game. I was on, on the under 42 last week for Iowa, Michigan, and I almost lost. It was 41 and I was yeah. pacing my living room going, Ooh. you've got to be kidding me. This game got was in the last 30 seconds there too, yeah. right? My goodness gracious. Yeah. But what do you make of Illinois laying three and a half at home against this Iowa defense, which is pretty tough to run against? I am all in on Illinois and buying into the Brett Bielema system. I mean, they run well. They've got a, a good enough passing game to get by. And that defense has been a killer. I mean, their their lines have been great. I mean, you hold. I mean, Wisconsin's not running like it normally does, but they hold them to two yards of, of net yards run. <laughs> this, this is going to be, gonna like be a, fun. We're going to keep doing this. <laughs> we just you and I just keep talking. Right. Pete comes back. Here we go. Right. Pete, Pete's out. Pete's in. Pete's out. Uh, Pete's in. We're going to do this no, ten times. Pete, you ain't leaving that easy. So you I, keep going. I, I just keep popping. And, uh, it works. Hey, uh, keep rolling. I will continue up. So. The uh, so I like Illinois in this. The the under's obscene. It's it's the right play. It's technically, I mean, it's because Iowa doesn't score. I mean, nope, this no. offense does not work. It's not going to run the ball a lick on the Illini defense. Uh, so the under is the, the smart play, but you can't do it. It's kind of like the getting an over of seventy points. You just you go under just because it's so hard to get there. Right. It's so hard to be under on a point total like this. And if it doesn't work and you go over. All right, it, it, those things sort of happen, but uh, I, I I can't do it, and I can't in good conscience suggest conscience suggest that you go under on a point total like that. So there's a lot of games this week. This is like one of those weeks where some teams have buys that are you know also big teams like Penn State. So we won't even discuss that. But um, Penn State grad, <laughs> Texas. I am a Penn State grad. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Texas is laying seven in the Red River. Rivalry, I guess they don't say shootout. Showdown, shootout, whatever. We're all. Good. I don't know what to call it anymore. Pete, Pete ain't even listening to me. Keep talking. He'll come back. Son of a. He'll come back. You hear me while I'm talking. First, right now, yeah, he's yeah. back. First Pete. time since 1998. Both teams are unranked. By the way, both teams unranked. Yep. Oklahoma coming off an ass whooping to TCU, which we'll get to in a second. How do you look at this game? Texas is laying seven, and the game's in Dallas. 
Uh, because it's Texas and Oklahoma, and it kind of defies all logic and reason, it's usually one of those games that the team that's not supposed to do anything comes in and rises up and rocks. Uh, usually it was Texas. There was a time there when Texas was awful under Charlie strong and they came in and, and beat Lincoln Riley's team. Uh, it's, it just, again, goes against all logic and reason. Again, Oklahoma has been bad for the last couple of weeks, but they were pretty strong right before that they were playing. Okay. There's enough there. The question is, is D- Dylan Gabriel okay at quarterback, but even is so a seven points is a lot to give away in this kind of rivalry game. And it just feels like one of those trap moments. It just feels like one of those things where, like you just said, of course, Texas is playing okay. Oklahoma just got trucked. I I like Oklahoma getting points in this. Pete, LSU was down big at home to Auburn, yeah. and they somehow were able to rally. We'll get Pete back on here in a second. And they they rally and they come back. Auburn keep gets talking. keep talking. Yeah, keep talking. Yeah, Auburn does not play well in the second half. LSU plays better. LSU gets a W here. Oh, now Pete's gone, 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 gone. He was gone. He was back and gone. It was back. And now he's gone, gone. Let's see if he pops back in. Cause that was always the quick reset. I wonder if his internet just finally said, forget it. I don't know. This is the first time we've ever had anybody go in and out like that though. Right. I mean, we've right. never seen the, cause oh, we he's back. Be, he's back. Okay. Oh man, Pete. <laughs> we'll, we'll get through like this together. That was, he's, that was he's rolling. Coming. He's rolling. With turned the, off every possible thing. I am rolling. <laughs> it, 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 do whatever weird app thing you've got working here. We'll it's make it's so happen. odd. Auburn, L- uh, Auburn against LSU. LSU rallies. LSU now has got Tennessee coming in here this coming weekend. I like Tennessee a lot. I'm not sure they're a top ten team, but I like them a lot. What do you make of LSU Tennessee this weekend? LSU has just been good enough. I mean, they haven't been great. And we all saw them in the Florida State game and kind of dismissed them after that. And they've been sort of steadily able to play to the level of their competition. The offense wasn't great against Auburn, but Jaden Daniels is is firing the ball uh, around just enough to keep things moving. They had one of those players-only meetings uh, with the receivers this week, and they have not been taking too many deep shots. I think those are going to start coming this week. Uh, The LSU defense has been all right. Tennessee's got two weeks off, but outside of Florida, they haven't had to deal with a running game like this. They haven't had to deal with a defensive front like this. Uh, I kind of like LSU just to sneak by at home. It just, the SEC West this week, all these, and obviously Tennessee's in these, but the SEC this weird is just going to be funky. Like every week it's going to be Mississippi. It feels like it's going to be Mississippi state versus Texas A&M or something like that every single week. And it's really coin flippy one way or the other. Uh, I just am sort of buying in that at home at night, LSU just kind of slugs its way through a, a pretty high scoring, but interesting win. All right. Let's stay in the SEC then. Alabama, best team on planet Earth in college really? football. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, the folks in Athens might, have, might say something differently about that. I was say, go, up the, go up the road to Columbus a little bit and then. Oh, here we go. This is, see, this is why we have Pete on the show. Pete knows the show. That, thank you, Pete. But they're laying 24 against Texas A&M and Jimbo. Yep. Just don't look like they have the dogs. People be coming up to the counter and books all over the place on their apps and just going Alabama first half, yes. Alabama game, yes. Most likely over, yes. Any case can be made for Texas A&M in this sport. Yeah, the, the world's been hitting on Texas A&M apparently because it was 26-ish before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a case. I mean, first of all, they're saying Bryce Young's all right. There, no one's making a big giant deal out okay. of the, the shoulder injury. 
but that's that's iffy. I, you know, he's not going to be a hundred percent even. Pete, if he who's does the play. kid that came in for him? He looked like Superman. I know Jalen Monroe looked great, but Man. also he didn't throw all that well. And Alabama still has issues. They don't have wide receivers like they usually have. Uh-huh. Uh, and Texas A&M, the, the key to Texas A&M is it can't get behind. It does not have the ability to mount any sort of a comeback. Mm-hmm. So if it keeps the game within ten, it can grind it down a little bit. It can hang around with this. The problem is, who is that? Give me the two teams Alabama has beaten that's any good so far. The Arkansas is one, Texas is the other. Texas, obviously, they got out just by the skin of their teeth. Right. Arkansas, they were in big trouble before that fourth quarter. Right. Everyone else, they rolled like, who is it? Utah State, New Mexico, yeah. or whatever. Like, and the other teams, they just ripped through. But the, they've only played two good teams, struggle against them both. Texas A&M's got a defense. They don't have an offense, but they've got enough of a defense where they can hold them down just enough. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole, you know, silly kerfuffle kitten fight between Jimbo and Nick Saban that went on. And if there's any motivation, but there. that's some good shit though, Pete, that's, that's some good, good shit to get <laughs> of into. Of course, but and they'll, they'll come out and they'll shake hands and they'll smile at each other and it'll all be fine. Uh, but I kind of like AM to cover in this. I don't think they wow. can win this outright. Uh, but that's kind of the strong play. Again, until Alabama shows that it can beat a easily a really good team, I'm not saying AM's a really good team, but sounds like offense you said AM's a good team. And, yeah, they're all right. I mean, 20, between 24 <laughs> points, that's a lot of points to be given away from a team that if, if we're talking and look, they beat them last year. If AM somehow comes up with something magical and they pull this off and win it outright. Are we right. going to be that shocked? No, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's <sighs> enough to think twenty-four is a little too much. You ain't ever been to Alabama, Pete. If you take, I was just there a couple shocked. weeks I mean, ago. Matt after lived the Texas there. Game, He's been was, there. He gets there. I, I'm with him. I'm, I'm, I, I agree with him. The look-ahead line, Dave, in 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 the in the summer, it was three, three and a half. Was it not? It was this is twenty. You told me one a quarterback, one person that it swings at three touchdowns. I mean. I'm with Pete. This is too heavy. Again, and we still don't know Bryce Young. You know, yes, I mean, I agree. again, he's going to, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play and be fine and be Bryce Young and do Bryce Young things and all that. Uh, but like, if he's not 100% and they do have a pass rush at AM, uh, all of a sudden, all right, even if Jalen Milrow is playing and he's good, he's still got to prove himself in a big giant. It's a, it's a difference right. between coming into a game and just saying, hey, kid, go run the ball. And all right, here's the game plan. Go with it. There's a little, there's a few too many variables here to to just dive in and think that uh, AM's just going to get absolutely destroyed. Now, could it be Alabama 49 nothing? Yeah, okay. But again, <laughs> it's, of course, it's Alabama. But yeah, right. I, I would, my guess is saying that, Al, that Alabama wins rather easily, but keeps it, but AM keeps it just close enough to, to not pull it through. Yeah, I think okay. it's a 17 point win for Alabama. I, I, I'll take the points coming up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Game day is going not to Alabama, Texas AM, not to Oklahoma and Texas. They're going to TCU in Kansas, which oh, is Chalk so wild. Yes. Five and oh, KU, five and oh against the spread, KU. Damn right. TCU, this total is outrageously high. Come on, bro. What do you make? Can can this keep going for Rock Chalk? Can they go to six and zero and potentially find their way to a Big Ten championship? Sorry, say Big yes. Twelve championship. Say yeah, yes. it's automatic muscle memory that I say Alabama. Of course, you take Alabama. Yeah, yes, right. you do. It's automatic muscle memory that says Kansas. Are you kidding me? I mean, what was that <laughs> run they were on for? They went on like a two year run from twenty twenty to mid middle of last year. Yeah. I think they were like. 
like something crazy, like oh fourteen and one against the spread. That I mean, was a that long was, time oh, ago, Pete. I know that was way back, you know, you know in the old days of uh, November of last year. Right. And, and so it just goes against everything you believe in. Uh, but then they screw us up because, okay, we got Kansas. They have no defense, but that offense no. is going to put up points. And then what do they do? They beat, you know, Iowa State 2-1 to one or whatever it was. It was like this <laughs> ridiculously low-scoring They hit more uprights than they scored touchdowns. Seriously, it was, that was supposed to be a shootout game, yeah. and it didn't happen. So right. uh, I'm going to sheepishly say TCU just because they've been really rock solid. I mean <laughs> – they, they've, there's been no misfire so far. I mean, that's the that was a team that last year underachieved. It was a, had a lot of injuries, and it seems like the new coaching staff has this thing down. Uh, I think they're just they're going to fight through all this other stuff. Oh yeah, Kansas, all that. And I think this is where we start to see Kansas regress just a little bit. TCU wins, and I think that TCU covers. And you hurt so many people in the Midwest feelings. I can't right make there. them win. That's some bullshit right there. <laughs> I can't make if I could, you know, <sighs> I, can, I can only see the future. I can't <laughs> change it. It's unfortunate. Matt has Biff's almanac right on his desk. Leave I him wish, alone. Man. You can't see the future. He's got it written there. Maybe you two talking off the air. You got it. All right. Talk about this one. then. All right. Notre Dame's coming to the Vegas. They're coming to the strip. They're playing BYU. On Saturday night, like our boy Dubsy says, Saturday night, minus three and a half. What the hell is going on with this game? Notre Dame's offense, eh. BYU's offense, pretty good. Defense, I don't know who's even better defensively. How do you see this game, Mr. Pete? I want nothing to do with this one uh, because for all the reasons you said and because BYU – BYU is one of those flaky teams that they never play the same game twice. And this Fair. year they, they rise up or down to the count. Like they should have just absolutely obliterated Utah state. I know in state rivalry and all that other kind of stuff, Friday night yeah. game, uh, but them. they, they should have just destroyed yep. covered in that one. and didn't, didn't cover. Uh, and then Both they look great. Sound against- like guys that were holding BYU minus. I was yes. tickets. Yep. There yes. you go. Okay. And, and was- they look great <laughs> again against other teams that, you know, they, they played, you know, they got destroyed by Oregon, but they, they've been looking okay so far. So I'm just not sold that Notre Dame has an offense. Now they've had time off. They've, they've been able to rest up. Uh, maybe that rejuvenates them a little bit. It's not, if this is in Provo, this is an easy call of BYU. It's in Las oh. Vegas. So again, I stay away from it just because there are too many variables, but my initial call all off season was BYU is going to pull this one off. So I can't get away from it now just because I'm not going to get, get away from it. You always go with your first answer and it was BYU then. And for a lot of reasons, like you just said, I'm sticking with it now. Okay. Pete, let's stay out west here. Utah at UCLA, five and zero Bruins, four and one Utah, two and zero in the conference for the Utes, two and zero in the conference for UCLA. I doubted UCLA last week; it burned me. Yeah. I'm now in. I'm now in. I, I I saw enough of UCLA. I think the offense is being run incredibly well. It feels like Chip Kelly finally has his type of players and his offense intact. Utah, though. This was the team that was supposed to go to the playoffs until they, well, really laid an egg in the game. They yeah, were supposed they're great to win. until that one throw. Just don't throw that <laughs> ball at the very end and they kick a field goal and probably win in overtime. And we're having a different I thought Utah would that. beat Florida and nope, sure didn't happen. And I mean, yeah, I came rising. I don't know what you're looking at. Your guys double covered to squeeze a pass in there. No idea, but fine. You know, yes, I had a Utah, t- Utah ticket there. <laughs> Dude, what do you make a UCLA at home, a home dog this weekend in a big never, game? 
ever underestimate the ability of UCLA to underwhelm. They just, oh. I'm with, like, I was with you. I mean, look, Washington, they were, you know, look, UCLA played like a world beater for about, what, 41 minutes? And then Washington figured it out. And then yeah. all of a sudden they came roaring back. It was way too late. But that was as sharp as UCLA has been in a long, long time. Mm. I'm buying, I'm still buying that Utah. I don't think they're the best team in the Pac-12. I, I still think when all is said and done, Oregon is going to be that team. But Utah's got the lines. They've got the experience. They've got enough there. There's some weird, crazy stat where I don't think they've won in L.A. for a million years. I think it wow. was, you know, even if you include mm-hmm. like the Freedom Bowl or something, I think, you know, they, they finally got <laughs> against USC last year. But before that, there was something, some, some crazy weird thing happening with them. Uh, but I'm still going with uh, Utah. I just, their lines are too good. I think they get too powerful up front. I think they hold on against the the UCLA running game. And they've got enough at defensive back where they can hold up. Jake Bowie was not going to do that again. Uh, I'm going Utah here. And then it's you look at Utah's schedule going forward. I mean, it's not exactly the SEC West, but it's a gauntlet coming up, and it starts right here. All right. You, you, uh, you went there with L.A. and UCLA, and you even just said that Oregon's going to end up being the best team in the Pac-12. P. Ralt ambushes and destroys cities like with one fell swoop states with another he just chops them out you just said that pac 12 best team is going to be oregon usc you've not is gotten the memo that i am 13, the one Pete. i am the one driving the usc to the college football playoff party bus i've been oh. doing it for six months beep, I've been beep, let's this. go exactly beep. that is me we're, we're running now we're only down to white claws left now but we're really stock up here <laughs> Uh, I like this here, bus. <laughs> but here's the thing about USC, though. What? Like, it's there. You see this defense? I mean, the reason why I'm, I'm I actually do believe they're. I don't think they're going to get there. But the reason why they're going to come close, they don't play Oregon, they don't play Washington. Total Pac-12 and championship. They, they got to play do, Oregon, exactly. Right? They have to go to Utah. That's going to be a problem. Tough game. That's that's probably their one. Notre Dame at home is winnable. UCLA. That's not really a home game. So and that's it. Those are the two games, but they've just been shaky enough where it's just it's hard to really dive in because that offense is is it rises up when it has to. It got the job done against Oregon State. It was Barely. ugly against a mediocre Arizona State team last week. This is a tough. Okay. I mean, I, I still think that USC wins. I think that they, they keep on finding a way to just to keep winning, just because when they absolutely have to, Caleb Williams is going to hit that big pass, and USC is going to rise up and do it. I'm just having a hard time giving away points with them right now because they're not covering lately. Mm. All right, Pete, get out here on this. Do you subscribe to the idea that the team that took on Alabama the next week, they're an automatic fade against because no. Mississippi State is at home. Number was seven and a half. It's now nine and a half for Mississippi State at home against Arkansas. Is that too many points or does the cowbell ring out here at home against Arkansas. Yeah. I, I, and hope it rises a little bit more because I don't think Arkansas wins, but I do think that they do make this close. I mean, the thing about the hogs is they can run and Mississippi state has not played a team yet that can pound away like they do. Uh, the thing about Arkansas though, is they just don't, aren't getting quite enough defense. They do have a great pass rush. So and, and I know they get the ball in their hands quickly in that Mike Leach offense, but that's going to be a little bit of a problem. Uh, Mississippi State has enough of a deal to pull this off. So, excuse me, I do think Mississippi State wins. But like you said, if you can get it nine and a half right now, 
That's that's a good call because Arkansas loses, but they it's going to be close, I think, late. And remember, the only reason they the, the number got to it did with uh, Mississippi State and Texas A&M is there are two big mistakes. There was a kick six and there was a late pick six. Uh, otherwise, that's really close at the end. So I'm, I'm going with Arkansas to cover on this. It's a lot of points. Pete, the chat is in love with you. You got big fans all over the country. Sweet I'm Pete, they're calling well. Sweet Pete. I Thank you only, for sticking I, with us. Hey, the Gremlins were out again. I will not talk. I will not Sorry. talk in Bantai Moneyball again because it'll cancel me. <laughs> Work this so, shit out, Pete. We're yeah, going to talk exactly. baseball. Hopefully, you know we get you on on a regular basis. That was a lot Anytime, of fun. Anytime, guys. Good you have a good rest of the day. That's Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, at Pete Futek to follow him on Twitter. Highly recommend it. If you guys like college football, is literally that's the first place I go to read stories on college football. Have now for 20 years for collegefootballnews.com. Pete and I go back. So great to get him on. Got the, got the chat. Does knows Pete about stay him. up late and watch the Pac-12 games, you think? Pete watches everything, yes. He's oh, good. as right. knowledgeable. Him and I have been talking betting for ever and pete ray romano futek that's pretty good he does look ray, like ray romano, romano. He, does, he does look like ray romano that's a good one socal that's pretty good that's that's, that's a pretty that's good unbelievable line. He, he does do that but pete and i've been talking gambling lee sterling and pete futek are the two guys i've been talking on air gambling for college football the longest with in my career so uh i love talking to pete whenever we have a chance to talk to him it's always really cool to get that's along. great so, and we finally figured out i think at the end by the end of it we kind of had figured out the whole problem with the with the gremlins. I think we were what kicked off three times, four times. Yeah. People got to turn the notifications off when you come on the show. But he's on his phone. That's why though, because if you go on your computer, there's no problems, but he was on his phone. So that's what I'm saying. You got to turn it off. Every time something pops up on your phone, it freezes up. Well, we we learned that with Papa bear when Sean was coming on. We learned that. Remember with Keith Jones, we had Keith Jones on and coming talking about the uh, hockey playoffs. He was on the side of the road. And he stopped yeah, his car and, too, and then yeah. it froze up. And I said, turn your notifications off, please. And then we right. were good. And then we were good. So it looked like once that had happened multiple times. <laughs> I believe we've been on this show for <clears throat> this is month number 10. Yeah. Kidding me. I, I love when people that I haven't spoken to in a really long time, send me text messages and they're quoting you. <laughs> I love Keep the telling advice. them. I love the advice. Just breathe. This is like from a guy who I haven't spoken to in a really long time. Just breathe, Fr- man. Friend of mine in Iowa to say, Hey, just heard the podcast. Sounds like a shit situation that you're going through. Keep your head up, man. Love the advice. Just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> That's the third. I think it's a fourth shit's going fourth. on a t-shirt. I'm telling you the right third now. or fourth time. Somebody has in the last 24 hours quoted you to me, <laughs> which is just so it's wacko. It's been cool. happening since I was five years old. I walked into kindergarten class. I've been quoting me since I'm five, but that's okay. That's fine. That's Walking use quote. it. Just say thank you and like tell somebody. Yes. Hit the like so button. Good stuff with Pete. All right, let's talk some football. You ready, Dave? You ready? Oh, Anytime. Uh, hold on. Ready for pick, what? Before I say pick, yes, it's picket time. You ready for your boy? Yeah, you, I you am. Said, you said he's not starting at Buffalo. I said, fuck it, play him. And they're doing it. They're playing him. Here we go. Game one. They know. As long as they say it's good, like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. I ride with the coaches. I ride with the team. They say he's ready. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Buffalo. We're on to Buffalo. Let's go. You know you're losing by 14 minimum, right? Stop. <laughs> they're covering the spread. I will be on Buffalo this weekend. I'm going to be on Pittsburgh. Go ahead. That's okay. You could be on Pittsburgh. You think that line's going up past 14? That line's going to fly. Rookie start. Rookie start. First start. It's, you just said automatic fade. 
automatic first start. It's too NFL many quarters. points, so it is. Maybe when they win the game forty to ten, like you know, it's too many points. Man, oh man, I, I normally would be like, this is an automatic lay. I had one of the sharpest guys I know. I call him South Dakota Mike. Told me he's taking the points. He's wow. taking the points. He said, he said Pittsburgh's the side, Dave. He said, I'm wow. clouded. I'm biased. I, I think they're going to keep it close, too. He said Buffalo right, out. won't run it up. 31-21. Why, Why won't Buffalo? You think they're scoring 21 points? 31-21. Well, fine. Bet t- I, I, then I would, if, you, if that's the Buffalo, case, team, 31, team, total over, team total over Steelers Bills. is a better bet then. Not a bad idea. That's a better bet. If that's what if that's what sharp people are saying that this is going to be Pittsburgh's going to score twenty one points on the road at Buffalo. Up, what's up? Over, over. The game's going over. Game's going over. Pittsburgh team total. Yes, I think we can get over Has the that. Buffalo game gone under yet? Last week twenty three twenty wasn't the total forty five. Um. Let me see here. Bills Ravens total last week was fifty two. Because so I had a game out. Yeah, it did do one under. Okay. Yeah. Um, the total is forty six and a half. Yeah, that game's going over. What the? Buffalo Brother Dan sold. just came in the chat and said, "You're high if you think they're going to score twenty one points." Okay, there we go. That's I thought the same thing. <laughs> I'm glad your brother and I see this because I thought the same thing. Like twenty one points. What? Wow, it's a lot. So. They've only gone over once this year. Buffalo is one in three. How about that? That's an interesting line. Numbers are too high. 51 and a half under, over 47 and a half, under 54 and a half, and under 50 and a half. Oh, my guy, Akbar just said it in the chat. I'll say it on the show because people are watching the show, listening to the show all over the country, all over the world. Buffalo, huge look-ahead spot. They got the Chiefs next week. We worried about that. To, these are professional athletes. We don't do look-aheads in the NFL. You look no? at in college. No. Oh. Do Why do people talk about this shit on all the shows, P. Ralt? Because I don't think because they need something to talk about. Oh. They need excuses. NFL players don't look ahead. No? No. College teams look ahead. They don't even know who to play next week. Yeah. Pros Pros yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, look, go listen to Tariq Hill talk about the schedule and tell me they look ahead. He's like, who do we play next week? Like, oh, really? Know. Yeah. They had to tell him who they were playing the next week. Drink kill with the Dolphins. Oh, we're playing them? Okay. He had no idea. These guys don't do look-ahead spots. It doesn't happen like that. Coaches may. Uh, For the Steelers, they're 2-2 and to the over. Last two weeks have gone over. Cleveland and the Jets both went over. They're 1-3 overall straight up. 1-3 against the number. They've not covered for three straight weeks. Line's 14. Totals 46.5 with the line being 14. Kenny Pickett starts. Is he going to throw a pick? 100%. <laughs> How'd that pick props do last week? Fair well, was in, fair, well, fair was keeping an eye on them. They did Every well. Quarterback in the league, except like five. Stafford pick, threw right? a pick. Carr, no, Carr didn't throw a pick, but um, who do you call it? Did uh, Wilson threw a pick? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of quarterbacks threw. Daniel Jones, like go through the list. A lot of quarterbacks. Kazoo, do you have the numbers? 
Matt Farah, how many did not throw a pick? Do you, do you remember? Uh, I think it, you it, said it was five or six in the whole league did not throw a pick. Yeah, it was something like that. In the in the first 10 games, it went 14 out of 20 quarterbacks threw a pick. Wow. Right. So if you just took the yes on everybody, you went 14 for 20 on, on just the first 10 games. And then that was before the afternoon games. Some of them plus money. Some I, think they, plus I money. think they all threw picks in the afternoon. I think in the late games, every quarterback threw a pick. Yeah. Yes. Well, did Rogers wow. throw a pick? I don't know if Rogers yep. threw a pick. Pick six. What do you yeah. mean? He did. Oh, he threw a pick six. Threw a pick six. I teed you up with that. I First did. pick six in three thousand five hundred pass attempts at home. Also, yeah, uh, so, before Kazoo Kazoo disappears, Pittsburgh's going to win this game. Oh, Out, outright, dude. At, what do you want? What do What do you want to put on this? What do you want to put on this? Well, well, I am putting money on it against the books. I don't need to bet you as well, but okay. uh, I'll take whatever whatever side action you want on the Bills. It's money it's, line. It's not even that listen, I'm so confident listen, that they're going to win. It's go that ahead, they're plus six hundred. So you put that into a couple parlays and just boom, boost oh. everything to the moon. That's all. Listen, P. Roll, you just told the world yesterday you're getting a divorce. Yep. You talking about side action, probably not the right thing to be talking about today on the show. I'm just saying. I'm not I'll saying. I'm just action. saying. I'll take any action. I think side action. I'll take anything anymore. I'm, I'm free, baby. I'm free. I got nothing on my finger anymore. I'm good. He's a free agent, bro. He's a free agent. <laughs> yeah, side I, am a, I am a free agent of free agent. I am open. The, the no open side. title fights in 2022. <laughs> I, I just deleted the rule. Hey, no Gis- vacancies Giselle, line. Giselle's free too. <laughs> so oh, there <laughs> shit. Too soon, Farrah. Too, too soon. soon. Too soon. Too soon. I'm sorry. I love the that. No on the on the no vacancy sign just went out. So we're we're on vacancy. <laughs> we are open for business, baby. <laughs> we are good. That, open season. That thing's closed, people. <laughs> we're still according locked. to you. According to you, that thing is closed. I tell I'm just telling you. These people be telling you. Listen, no title fights in 2022. We ain't fighting until 2023. Side action. I, 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 I'm not even getting into that. <laughs> I, I have something I could say, but I'm not even going to say it. Like what? What? Uh, no. Uh, can the Colts win tomorrow night if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play? He ain't playing. You sure? He's questionable. He ain't playing. The high ankle sprain. Somebody, I right. our chat. Somebody said it, and it started to flow earlier. Oh, he ain't he's out. Well, that's Ooh. good. I'm on the under 42 and a half. So what's the total now? Did dive two? Uh, so it's see. going down. Yeah, Refresh. I took I took the under 42 and a half already. I took it last night. I told everybody yesterday 43 was wrong. Um, oh, some people are testing the waters with three and a half right now. By the way, Mikey, awesome. Thank you for that. Risk We're going up alert video. Um, that was hilarious that he posted. Do you remember what Mikey Awesome posted? Risk rooms are watching. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, oh my gosh, we didn't comment about that. That was a phenomenal deal, right? We got to retweet that today. It was or a chip from, it was a, it was a so clip good. from Apollo Apollo 13. It was amazing. It was it so was funny. Um, so yeah, they're listening to the show right now because they're going to three and a half on Denver. Denver minus three and a half. Anyone that had three, there's a three lay uh, 20. Is that fair? Like a running back 20. is worth a half a point. Is that fair? I think that's accurate. I, think well, that's accurate. I, I don't know exactly how much that running back is worth, but I know in a lot of people's eyes, they're going to go, oh, Jonathan Taylor's out. Give me Denver. Like it's, 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 that's the thought process. So are I they can, moving on air or are they moving on a bet? Well, I mean, let's see the two that moved right now. Westgate, they don't really move on air, although they yeah. may be testing the waters. DraftKings is now, 
minus three and a half, minus oh five. And Westgate is minus three and a half. They just moved it to even money if you laid a point. So it's minus 120 on the dog. So it costs you to take three and a half, an extra 10 cents. Um, that one may be another little bad signal. Put it out. See if they're going to take it. Because if they take plus three and a half, minus one, and lay 120, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's an indicator that that side is okay to ha- to need, I think. Yeah, I'm just betting the under and not even touching the side. Right. I want no part of the side. I'm just – both teams run the ball. Both teams can't score. Again, just, we'll watch the game because it's NFL football, but I'm not in a hurry to watch this one. This is going to be a no. dud. And there's no college up against it, which stinks. A standalone college game tonight and nothing tomorrow. Why did college football take Thursday off? Because they're because of four games on Friday? Bizarre. No, it's weird, man. Right. I don't know. It's a strange – quirk that like the games that could have been played Thursday, they wanted to play Friday instead. There's four games on Friday night, which I'm cool with, but, I but mean, the games aren't even good on Friday. You dis- I disagree with you on that point. You think the games on Friday aren't fun. I think the games are interesting on Friday. Oh, fun? Yes. Good games? No. No, I think okay. Houston at Memphis is definitely something I want to watch. You know, I think Colorado State at Nevada is bad, but UNLV at San Jose State is interesting because I want to see what UNLV does. They could win the conference. Correct. I mean, they're crazy, but they could win win the conference. They were down 17-0 in New Mexico at home, and that building was D-E-A-D dead. And they came back at one. Like, we were walking out, and Mo and Lindemann had been partaking in adult beverages, so they were a little lit up. But they were both like, I think I'm going to move the number to UNLV winning the Mountain West to the favorite tomorrow. I was like, what are you guys? Go to sleep. Wow. Both of you go to sleep. They're seven-point dogs on Friday night on the road. <laughs> it's San Jose State. Seven-point dogs? Yeah. Yes, they are. They live to win a game? Yes. Damn, son. I mean, that's what I mean. That's why I want to watch that game. That's a game I'm going to watch on Friday night. I want to see. It's a 7.30 kick for, our, for, for us. Can they go on the road? UNLV so far in the year has gone on the road once. They went to Cal. They played hard, and they lost. They did lose that game. Oh, no. Sorry, no, they beat Utah State on the road, 34-24. They've gone. Utah State's the terrible. They are terrible. But they've, won, but they've won on the road. San Jose State is a place where they normally struggle. But I mean, they won 31 20. They won going away with that pick six. So you got San Jose State, who just beat Wyoming at Wyoming 33 16. They lost to Auburn on the road 24 16. They beat Western Michigan 34 6. This is a mm. this is a big game for UNLV. If they're gonna win the win the conference, they're gonna win this game. Right. Over. over. 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Over. That game Friday night goes over. Our guy, John Perodolokadakis. Congratulations. What do you make of CSU? Um, John's coming to town. He said he's going to be here. We're going to hook up. So, whether Colorado State, you mean? CSU. What the hell could he possibly mean other than that? Colorado State. Well, there's CSU here in town. I'm making a joke. But uh, Colorado State, Friday night. Nevada. That's CSN. Oh, same difference, whatever. Uh, there's a CSU here, though. Not a math guy? No, there's a, a numbers no, guy. There's a CSU here, isn't there? I know CSN, but there's CSU, CSN. too. It's, it's a, a different CSU. letter. I know, but isn't there a CSU as well? There's both. 
the hell are you talking about? It's Colorado State. What do we think about that game? I guess the Nevada, man wants Nevada, to know. Nevada stinks, but, but CSU stinks even worse. CSU is 0-4 on the year. Nevada's 2-3 on the year. This there has a, to be a Nevada play, right? Colorado scoring 10.8 points. Colorado State Colorado scoring 10.8 points per game. Rams are scoring 10.8, and they're giving up 41. <laughs> this has, they suck, suck. This has I mean, to oh be. My. Listen, Nevada's not good at all. Last time they played Nevada, Nevada won 52 to 10 last they're year. They're going to run them out. This is this is this guy. So CSU has lost games 51 7 to Michigan, 34 19 to MTSU, 38 7 to Washington State, and 41 10 to Sacramento State. That was which, the most alarming. Which I, I believe Sacramento is State had a football team. Well, it's FCS. They just lost. They just lost by thirty by by twenty one points or thirty one points rather to an FCS school. Nevada couldn't even score on Iowa. Doesn't matter. This is this is the worst. This is, might be the worst team in, in all of FBS. Eron Sean just popped yep. into the chat and said, "College football teams yet to cover against the spread: Colorado, Colorado State, Fresno both, State, both. and Stanford." 0-4 and 0-5 with CSU in Colorado. Yeah. Straight up. All four of those teams have yet to cover a game. Right. And they're and they've lost the games outright as well. So they're 0-9. This gotta be a Nevada play. I'm not it advocating is. on a Wednesday or Friday play, but man, oh man, how in the hell can you take them plus the points? Yeah, no. It's and numbers only three and a half. Total's 44. Air Force beat Nevada 48-20. No shame. Iowa beat them 27 nothing. No shame in that. They lost to an FCS school because if you lose to Incarnate Word, there's that's something a bad seriously loss. wrong with you. And they lost 55 41. That's a bad loss. I can't explain Incarnate Word beating. But they did Nevada. beat New Mexico State on the road. I had Nevada in that game and Texas State the next week 38 14. But you yes, won a two game winning streak? No. They won, they won their first two games on a three game losing streak. No, what are you talking Nevada about? opened up 2-0 and and then lost three in a row. You did it reverse then when you yes. gave me the scores. I went yeah, I went newest to late to old or newest to oldest in terms of record scores. Can't keep track of you good that goes so, up or down talking about Colorado side State, and all this stuff. Nevada's Nevada's the side. Absolutely. Nevada's the side. Has to be. Uh all right. Time now for the Omaha steak searing hot take of the day. Going back to our first topic of the day. <laughs> so the show. guy who caught the 703rd home run ball from Albert Pujols last night. Uh-huh. Catches the ball. Uh-huh. According to Bally Sports Mountain West, the broadcast, the guy who caught the Pujols 703 home run ball last night, his final regular season game, uh, and of his, his final regular season home run of his career, since he's not playing tomorrow, left the stadium without getting the ball authenticated by Major League Baseball. You by have those to in do the, that? Is that required? By, not required, but it kills the value when you do this because MLB has made it known that they will authenticate these balls in the stadium before you leave. Does it cost, make a, it, does it cost anything to do that? Don't know. Don't think so. MLB is going to give it to you for free, most likely. Why so the hell would you do this then? He was told, according to... Uh, there, was, there was a big... Um, argument about Aaron judge's ball because somebody 
It was on. A, it was they put black lights on the balls on the numbers for Aaron Judge. Okay, so that's how they made it authentic, whether it's real or not. On the guy that caught number fifty nine, but people were getting really upset because they thought it was easy to fake it. Just go ahead Ooh. and put put the stamp on it, and you have you can put the black light like you could fake it once you see what it is. You could fake it. Mm. So supposedly they were said he was told that when the balls go into the crowd by policy, they don't actually authenticate it because they don't know for a fact whether it's real or not. Cause once it goes into the stands, they've lost control over the baseball. So the, but when there's video evidence, sometimes that they will, but there's a big, big deal in a big fight. Cause MLB has an authenticator at the ballpark, which could watch the video of it, see the ball, see the guy and then say, yes, that's the ball that actually left the playing field into the stands and get it stamped by major league baseball. Once you leave the park questions all over the place as to whether well, or not you certainly this is- couldn't authenticate a ball. Once the person leaves, cause they could go to the parking lot. They could get a hundred other balls. Yep. And so now that, that ball is going to be very much in question, whether or not that actually is the seven Oh three ball. That's why the guy last night was attacked by the security with MLB when he caught Aaron judges seven, uh, 60 second ball, it was quick, like bam, got him, got him out to get the ball, authenticate it. We're good. That's why actually the baseball from, for major league baseball history, but this might be the last guy to hit 700 home runs in ever. major league baseball ever. We may never see someone hit 700 again. So Pujols now at seven Oh three. It's a pretty damn good. I mean, this is which ball would you want more seven Oh three or 62? Good question. Got to pick one. Can I have them yeah. both? No, pick one. <clears throat> I think Albert. Me too. I want 703. I think Albert. That this one's going to stand have... a long, long time. Somebody next year could hit 64, and yep. I'd be like, damn it. I got this 62. That's great. I don't think we'll see 700 again. Wow. I mean, if you look at right now, the, what do you the, think this guy got? Like, he's, his friends would be like, "Hey, man, let's get the hell out of here. We don't want to stay." Like, what, so j- j- just what, so you guys know, the next guy who's active playing football, sorry, playing baseball right now, the next guy is Miguel Cabrera at five hundred and seven. Yeah, Miggy's. I mean, he's he's probably he's retired done. next year, right? Right. Like, he's two hundred home runs behind Pujols. Right. I mean, Bonds at seven. 762, Hank Aaron 755, Babe Ruth 714, Albert Pujols 703. Then it's A-Rod, Mays, Griffey Jr., Jim Tomei, Sosa, Frank Robinson, Mark McGuire, Harmon Killebrew, Palmero, Jackson, Manor Ramirez, Mike Schmidt, David Ortiz, Mickey Mantle, Jimmy Fox, Willie McCovey, Frank Thomas, Ted Williams, Ernie Banks. Miggy's the next active player. And he's the next active player. And the guy after Miggy, the next active player is Nelson Cruz at 459. And he's 50. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, 50 years old almost. He ain't in, he our, ain't in, in you and I, in our, in our lifetime, most likely we're not seeing 700 again. Yeah, I want that ball. I, I want 703. Ball. I want that ball. 100%. But I'm wondering who his friends were or something that said, hey, man, let's get out of here. Well, wait, shouldn't you authenticate the ball? No, fuck it. Let's go. Like, by, the guy, by the way, here's what's even more sick. The guy after. The next guy, the third active behind Nelson Cruz, is Mike Stanton at 378. He's doing this thing again with the Mike Stanton. That's Giancarlo, right? 
You do this thing. You call him Mike. Come on, Mike. That's what his name is. His name's Giancarlo. He He ain't going to stay healthy enough to hit even five. Well, how many has he got? 375. He'll be lucky to hit 550. Right? Well, just the way he got him, and he don't stay healthy. Was he going to hit 30 home runs? Mike Trout is 349. 30 home runs for the next 10 years for Mike Giancarlo Stanton. Puts him at 575. Mike Trout, 349. Joey Votto, Joey Votto, 342. Robinson Cano, 335. I mean, these are guys that are, you would say Mike Trout plays for the next 10 years, okay? Mike Trout is 300, he's 349. So he has 30 home runs for the next 10 years. That's another 300 homers. He's going to end up with 649. There ain't no way Mike Trout's body's going to hold up another 10 years. That's my point. Even the guy you would think that would like, oh, Mike Trout could do it. No, he can't. He's not going to get there. We're not going to see 700 again. Not in our lifetime. It may happen again, but it's not going to happen for a long, long time. Where was St. Louis playing last night at the, when Albert hit the home run? Where were they um, we got, it, was it was on, on the, the road, road, right? Yeah, it was on the road. It was, was in against, Pittsburgh, was it? It was, yes, it was in Pittsburgh. The guy yeah. caught the ball and left? Yeah, he left. The, left One the of my brethren, Pittsburgh yeah. guys? Left. Supposedly he was told to leave. He's, he's claiming that he, he, told, he was told to leave, but, you know. Man, you jack off. What he's doing? That's I can't believe it. I get the ball authenticated. Someone's asking me what is what, what was Carmine's Twitter handle? At Carmine Bianco WT. Thanks. Okay, so hopefully you're still watching the show. I just got a DM from someone said ask Dave what Carmine's Twitter handle is. I just got a text from Brother Doug said we got a lot to talk about. I was like, wow. He he saw the. He, I sent him the clip. He was like, oh, tell Pete Rod I said hello. We got a, me and you got a lot to talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay, good. Yes. I owe I Yeah, owe, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah. I, I owe dinner on me. He comes to come to Vegas, dinner dinner on me. Keep telling him to come to Vegas. We may have to go to Columbus and see him. All right. Well, you hook us up with the Ohio State stuff. Is he a big Buckeye fan? He can't stand the Buckeyes. He thought. lives in Columbus. Like, He's a Penn State guy. Ouch, that's gonna be harsh. It's a hard life. A hard life. It's like living in New York if you're a Red Sox fan. He Yuck. had enough shit going on with the wife and his divorce and all that other stuff, and now he got to listen to that all along. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yikes. Uh, Sports Grid, thank you for being a part of this. We love the replay with you guys. Really appreciate everybody. At Boston versus the book on Twitter, go follow the Twitter account. You watch the show live there every single day if you want to see it live or just follow along. Hit the subscribe button for either audio or video, YouTube, whatnot. Back tomorrow on Sports Grid for Twitter and YouTube. Staying live audio, obviously, keep going as well here for a BVB tomorrow on a Thursday. Sports Grid, talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Uh, OmahaSteaks.com, by the way, go there, buy the meat. I forgot to say that. That was my bad on that. So We forgot to say buy the meat? Forgot, sorry. Damn it, that's... You have me all entertained though with that. I, I PVB promo code thirty bucks off. Good job by you guys. You're doing a good job with that. We appreciate the support you can for sure. Change that thing to BVB by the meat. Hell yeah! Props.com story of the day. Yes, California sports betting it dead. is dead. D it's dead. E it's there ain't even no life support for that. Great article That's from our tough. guy Steve Roddick today on props.com about this. Mm. The latest polling in California is unbelievable where we are with this. The poll was done by UC Berkeley on both the, uh, on both options. Okay. Prop 26 and 27. 
right? Prop 26 uh, to allow in-person sports bet wagering on tribal lands, 31% yes, with 27% undecided. On props 27 to allow online sports wagering, 27% answered in the affirmative. Yes. Right. 53% said no and just 20% undecided. Even if every single person who said I'm undecided now and I'm going to vote yes on election day, you're still short. You're still not getting prop 27 to be passed. Right. To allow mobile sports betting. They got what they wanted. People are confused as hell. Prop 26 might pass. That's possible to allow in-person sports betting, which is what? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you know, depends on. Long shot. That's a big dog. It is. You get 27% undecided, 31% with yes. So if you got them of the vast majority of that, you got 25% of the 27% to vote yes. 25% of the 27%. Okay. You're there. You're at, you're at 51%. Close. Yeah. You're close. So you're, you're, you're over. So, you know, there's a possibility. I mean, if you got 20%, you got 20% of the 27%, you're at 51%. It passes. So, you got to get the undecided vote to flip basically two to one needs to be even more than that. Like 2.5 to one to be in your favor. If they get it, prop 26 might pass, but it's most likely dead. Are you surprised by this? I'm only surprised by the level of spend that both these sides did. And as, and you've seen the ads more than I have, but everything that I've been told is that the ads don't actually talk about sports betting. That's the best part. It talks about what the money would go to if it passes. And it's tied, I guess, Prop 27, right, is tied to the homeless population in mm-hmm. fixing that problem. And Prop 26 is tied to something else, which is something I forget what the tribes are pushing, but you know, carpet tribes are coming. The tribes the tribes are pushing that it. it's all bad. Yeah. It ain't it's taking away everything we built. It <clears> makes <throat> when you look at it again. From a neutral point of view, you look at it, you go, man, I, again, and they, I always say the kids know. Mm-hmm. When we were out in California and the commercials came on. They came on back to back every single time. And they came on a lot. We were in a hotel room and the kids were like, daddy, what are they talking about sports betting for? Like, what is that? And I'm like, just watch it and you tell me. So, so they watched it and they're teenagers and they go, the whole thing is stupid. I don't even know what it means. And I'm like, right. I said, well, one side saying that this is money's going to be used for this and it's bad. And the other side is saying this money's used for this and it's going to be bad. And it's all bad. And they were like, yeah, I wouldn't vote for yes, no matter what. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're the kids. Out of spite, right? Just like screw you. It all sounds bad, and it just goes to show you that if you do this like negative advertising for po- for politics, yeah, you can turn people off. Like people make decisions on the craziest shit. They're watching these commercials, and they go, "I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I don't believe her." The hell with all you. No, no, no. Done. And that's what people are going to do. They're telling yep. you, and the polls are going to do that. Now, if this passes. Any either one of them. Not saying it's like Middle Tennessee State beating a team, but this is a big dog if it's if one of these two things passes. Twenty sixth 
I would say it's like a plus one fifty dog. Twenty sevens plus four hundred. Oh, I, I I'd add a zero. I'd add a, both. I, I think I, yeah, I think it's a long shot either way. Ooh. And did Ruddick have the figure that they spent in the article? Did he have the amount of money? Five hundred million dollars yeah. has been spent on this stupid campaign. Mm-hmm. Yep. Five hundred million dollars in advertising. Do you think that anybody in California in six, advertising? It's it's now six hundred million. <clears throat> you understand that side of the business too. I am learning every day about it. Do you think anybody wants this thing to pass? No, they want to do it again. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They want to do it again in two years. They want to do it again. Oh, the, the, there are when stations. The price in, will be ramped up even more. They'll spend a billion. Yeah. California TV and major market radio stations are making their year off of this. This is this is their whole year off. They're making they're making so much money on this. It's um, as Ruddick wrote wrote today on Props.com. The dueling California sports betting props are the most expensive referendum in U.S. history. Over six hundred million dollars at last check, and the vast majority history you just said. And the vast majority of ads have been negative with each side targeting the other. So it's not like past sports betting. This is what we get to do. It's like, fuck that guy and fuck that guy and fuck that guy. That's what that is. It, it's all just, it's not positive at all. It's all negative shit being thrown at the other oh, side. It's, it's, it's not only, I mean, it's negative. Yes, but it's like, it is a lot of like, fuck yous and, we got a you month know, left. Dude. We got a month left. Stuff. The October spend is the October spend. That's when you dump truck it. You dump truck it in October. Cause what happens is all the agencies call up the stations and they say, what are your avails? How many avails do you have from I'll take now them all. until election day? And they and say, I'll take we them all. This, we'll take as many. Well, you can't take them all. You, there's a limit as what you can take. Oh, we, oh. we will take as much as we can <laughs> up to the legal limit. Give us all. Give us all. And the, both sides are doing that. They're calling. And if someone drops out, if Jim Bob's car dealership drops their advertising, mm-hmm. boom, race to see who can get to it. Race who, who gets it first. It's nuts. Wow. <clears throat> it's absolutely. And, and it's all because it's a fixed price. It's political. So they know what they're spending. So it's lowest rate that's been offered to anybody over the course of 12 months. Oh my. And they're just coming in and they're just going to go ahead and just dump truck. October is always when you're, I've been in meetings like this. When when you hit the political season, they look at October and you always juice it up 20% what your goal is going to be for the month because you know what's coming from a political campaign. Uh, If you have a Senate race going on or a state Senate race, or you have a big referendum like this, the stations just say, we're going to make 20% more than what we thought because of, What's going to happen? Because they're going to just say yes. They want to, They want all the ad time they can get. Yeah, and they can. And if there's an avail, if someone wow. cancels, the sales manager calls up the person from the buying agency and says, "Hey, I got 25 new spots next week. Do you want them? Yep, take them. Okay, good. Give me the order." <laughs> but, but they're limited by law, so you can't just buy them much. all. It's a. I forget the actual FCC it's so, rule. Yes, you, you can charge buy. whatever you want. You can just only do so many. No, you can't charge whatever you want. 
No. Oh, as the entity, ch- as that I can't charge them. No. I can't just upcharge them to whatever I want. No. You have to. A political ad campaign is offered the lowest rate you have offered to any advertiser over a twelve-month period. So if you've so if you've offered a car dealership, so they had to make laws for this because correct. everybody would be fucking everybody if they could. Correct. So the, so basically, if you offered a car dealership, if the spot rate normally is five hundred mm-hmm. per thirty, and you offered a car dealership three hundred bucks because you wanted to cut them a sweetheart deal, that goes into your FCC file, and the 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 political campaigns get a hold of your FCC file and they see what the lowest rate is, and that's what they pay. Oh. so that's why. They created super PACs. Super PACs are not actually considered campaigns. So super PACs get charged full boat. So if you're a super PAC, you're coming in. I can, I can fuck you as much as I want. I can take you and go, normally it's 500. If you want it, it's two grand. And I've seen that happen to super PACs because it's basically, you're not covered Ugh. under the FCC election law. Ugh. But this, if you're representing Prop 26 or Prop 27, you can come in and buy. The difference is you just look at the bottom of the ad campaign on TV and see who paid for it. If it's paid for by a, by a super PAC, they are paying top dollar. If it's paid for by the campaign, <clears throat> the official campaign, they qualify for election. Fascinating. Huh? It's fascinating. I mean, it's a, it's a huge money grab. I mean, election, election advertising, who places it is really important. Of course. And who people qualifies should base their votes on that. Forget about what the actual commercial says. You could actually see who's paying for what and going. <laughs> well, when it says okay. paid for by, right? Yeah. So it's paid for by Susie Smith or whatever running for Congress. Right. I approve this message. That's right. an election. That's right. But that's, it's super packed, paid for by concerned citizens for whatever, for mountain goats or whatever the hell it is. Like that's a, a super packed and they're paying top freight for that. Unbelievable. And they're doing this with sports betting. Oh, this is, I told you, people are making their absolute year off of this. It's unbelievable in California. $600 million, and we haven't hit October really yet. Got a month left. Got a it's month. It's only October 5th. Oh, my God. Till November 2nd. A month left to buy, buy, buy billboards and every single radio and TV ad they can get a hold of. I'm shocked they haven't come to us <laughs> to say, to say, Buy everything. Buy everyone. If you're national, buy everyone. Are they coming? Maybe they'll. Well, I haven't talked to them, but it's only they could. the fifth. They could buy us. Absolutely. At Sports Talk, Matt, send them a DM. Mine are closed unless I DM you. If you Sorry. Want uh, props.com, prop of the day. We're going tomorrow night. We're going to do one because props is uh, the AI is literally clueless on today. So they want nothing to do with <laughs> baseball today. So, because no one knows who's going to do what, so throw, throw, throw it out. So no one's betting baseball. Even even the computers, like fuck it, I'm not betting baseball. <laughs> um, <laughs> came up, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, came up, fuck you. Don't bet baseball today. Fuck it. Um, take the day off. <laughs> Portland Sutton over four and a half receptions minus one twenty nine for tomorrow night. You like receptions here for an opportunity? This offense getting I mean, how many is the average five? So it should be five and a half based on the routes being run per game and his target share. Javante Williams is out for the year. So you'd figure they're going to throw more. He's gone over this number three of four, getting five receptions, averaging six per game at home. He's hit this number both times two for two, 7.5 per Sutton's running routes on 90% of Denver's passing plays, 30% target share so far 
Russell Wilson sees him as his favorite target so far this year. Number is too low, minus 129. How do you feel about Cortland something? There should be a D in his end. I just misspelled it. Again, you get to pass. Land. You get to pass on the graphics. Court land Sutton, not Cortland. <laughs> That's I my like Cortland better. <laughs> my, my Boston accent. We're dropping the D. <laughs> <laughs> Between the D's and the R's, man. <laughs> I said something to Dawson yesterday. I talked to him, and he said, uh, I forget what the word was, but there was literally no R in it. I was like, yeah. man, you guys got to river. R. The river. It was, uh, it was the last art thing like that. It's a river. A water. River. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's super annoying when, when you talk to someone from Philadelphia and, and they put the over accentuate like water, oh. the water. Oh. They go over, they over accentuate the R. Yeah, they get their own accent. They don't, they don't think they have an accent to Philly people. You oh, have do an they? Oh, my people. God, do they have yeah. accents. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Water. The water. Oh, um, ah, I, I like the under so much in the game. I'm, a, I mean, this would be one of those. No, I like the receptions. I don't like yards. I like the receptions. Dink and dunk. I, I, I think he gets this. Denver's offense sucks. They're so bad. I swear, if they wind up with six wins, I'm going to be floored. Who? Denver. They six? Win six. They win six games. I'm going to be shocked. Two and two. Are they not? Yep. They are going to win six. They are so bad. Watching that team, I'm like, my God, they're bad. Ross feel good done. about them in this game? Against the Colts? No, I told you. I'm betting the under. That's it. I don't know which side to take. I think the Colts win the game. Colts are a better team. Take Colts win the game. But I don't know. But I don't want to bet it. I mean, without right. Jonathan Taylor. Right, 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 right. Three and a half seems like the side, though, because the public's going to run to the window saying, no Jonathan Taylor, hammer Denver. I think Denver sucks. So I think Colts go in there and win. See if anyone while we were doing a show moved to three and a half. Oh, just those two places. Oh, William. It's Hill. coming though. It's coming. I mean, the, the, the numbers they're gonna get off three. Yeah. Caesars. Home is up. team, Thursday, short week. Colts have not played well. Matt Ryan can't stop turning the football over. The Titans just truck the Colts. Yeah. Pick it a fumble. If Ryan doesn't turn the ball over, they win. If they turn the ball over, they lose. And my under is probably dead. I need that. I need Matt Ryan to play well. Mm. Dog in the under Thursday night. Dog and under. Yep. I like under. You're on your own with the dog. I, I I think I would bet this under. I think I would I would take under. Okay. I, I, I don't I do know why the number is four and a half. It should be five and a half, but four and, and a half with over juice. You can same game tease this Thursday night game too. I'm all I'm all gonna be all over that to doing that as well. Oh, taking from three. You give me four. I'm gonna pull it to ten. Four forty two and a half. I'm gonna pull it up to forty eight and a half and take under. Be under forty eight and a half. Under forty two and a half. The um, Matt Ryan interception prop to the yes is minus one twenty two. That's it. Yep. Like that too. That's, that's it. Fun, that's a fun little parlay. It's a fun little parlay right there. It's the most exploitable thing right now, I swear. I'm it's telling you. I, I don't even want to is... talk about it on air because it's too good. Like, I want to go back. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, see, I'd be in a room going, make it minus 150. Let these sharp guys, parallelograms and Ramses, bet the yes, please. He's going to throw, or bet the no. He's going to mm-hmm. throw a pick. Russell Wilson is minus 108 to the yes for the interception prop. It's tough, though, because. Colts defenses. Well, they don't really get turnovers, but I mean, mm-hmm. even then, 
See, the problem is if you bet them both and you split, you lose because of the juice. Just juice. take yes on both sides. and. But I think over the course of a weekend, I might take every single QB and just to bet throw a yes. pick. Yes. Yep. I mean, the just most juice you're going to be laying is like 130. It's their if mispriced. If you did that last week, you would have went, I don't know, what? Yeah. Up. Yeah. 14, yeah. Way, yeah. Way. 19 and 26 or whatever it is. Yeah. You would have you done very well if you, yeah. if you had, if you had taken it. Killed it. Uh, I, I like it. I, I kind of like the Sutton prop. I, I'm not totally convinced on it, but Sutton is Russell's go-to guy. He caught he that big touch. Yeah. He caught that big touchdown, and in these like the end tight end, yeah. third down spots, Russell throws yeah. to this guy. So, which I would too. He's a good player. That's uh, my two, all right, my two cents. Yeah, only one on better to book it for me, and it's okay. the, to the under what we were talking about. Under forty-two and a half Broncos Colts. Betting it today. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know how I did. I don't bet baseball. Good move. I won't bet baseball today either, <laughs> unless you're betting serious prices or trying to. I might bet, although I will ask you this. What do you make of the Suns laying three and a half tonight, preseason, after losing to the Australian team? Phoenix Suns? Yeah. Preseason basketball? Yeah. Are you nuts? No. Bounce back spot. You I bet. bet. You want to what? bet this? Why not? It's preseason basketball. Right. So they get their ass chewed by their coach for giving up 33s to an Australian pro team. 28-point favorites lose by 10. Practice the next day must have been hell. Monty Williams you, must have been throwing listen, shit. You do what you want to do. You want to bet the preseason basketball. I used to tell people all the time. like we put well, You don't like up. betting preseason football, and I went 11-0 and over one stretch. You did. You so. did. And I Gabe and Cam have been killing it on sports group with the preseason yeah. hockey. If you're paying attention to it, you can find it. And if you ain't afraid to lay prices and lay favorites, you could definitely win. Um, now, good luck with that. I don't. I don't. I, this here though, under, bet this. Okay. If you can still find forty two and a half, you should all bet it today, because that thing is, ooh, that's still forty two. No, I don't think. Be very half a handle. That's the only place right now. And Go again, that's good. Yep. Um, yeah, bet that. Okay. Uh the sun's number it's still not out yet. Or is, is it out yet? Do you have a sun's number yet? For is today? Four? Yeah, is it below four? Hold on. Oh, I can't believe this basketball tab has to be opened back up. <laughs> Phoenix minus four, solid. The game's here. Oh, is it really? Dude, the game's at T-Mobile. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. It's Lakers. Seven o'clock. Wow. Oh, I don't know. I may need to go to that. How about that? We might need to go. See if he's available. We'll go down. See if Raheem's around. Let's see what Raheem's doing. <laughs> I'm guessing he's probably going to the game. Oh man, Lakers are in town. That's, that might be a. I mean, that might be a big crowd. Oh, there's no advertising for that game at all. I don't even know. Suns, Lakers. Yes. Like, How much? It, LeBron's probably not playing. Hell no. See but if I AD's bet. around. I'm gonna ask AD if he got a chip. <laughs> hey AD, how's that chip on your shoulder? Because you ain't getting no ship. You ain't going to the ship. Oh, boy. Favorite thing about today is what? 
Trent Junk just came in the chat and said, I'm a horse guy. I'm not a horse guy, Trent Junk. I ain't getting the horses. I mean, oh, I did, and I hit that truck back in the there you derby. Go. Um, You're the horse guy. I know. I did go. Zach the Hat just said, can Sig went from fuck the preseason to we're going tonight to the game. <laughs> He's, right. Oh, He's right. Might need something to do later. Um, it's a Wednesday. 7.30 tip. 7.30 yeah, tip. I ain't watching baseball tonight. It's nothing to watch. Sure about that. Um, seven, we, I'm serious. We may be going to the game. Stay tuned to the Twitter feed. I'm in. For, Let's go. For that. Um, listen, the best thing about today, and we've done this before, both to each other, but the best thing about today is this show and the reaction from so many people. Um, and the clips and just talking about life and stuff, what we talked about yesterday and you going through this divorce and being friends and being men and being there for each other. And I mean, there was a lot of stuff that we um, kind of opened up about. We do that every day. I mean, we're open and honest and transparent as could be. And for a lot of people, that's not comfortable. It, they They can't do that. And, I am so happy and privileged that we are able to bring what we talk about, a lot of stuff behind the scenes and stuff to this show for people that can't bring it it to an open, lit environment. That's why I was wearing the sunglasses, like I said in the beginning of the show, the dark ones, because a lot of people may be thinking, I don't want to talk about this, or I can't talk about this. I don't have anyone to talk about this. I don't want to bring it to the light talk about a lot of things and like the stroke and everything and what happened. And I rewatched you talking yesterday and you said you led me through the fire, meaning me. I, I helped you show you the way. And I immediately looked up in the sky and said, dad, you did that for me while I was in the, while I wasn't getting operated on and that light came back and hit me. He led me to coming out. Okay and doing the show. And again, talk about waking up. I woke up that day and said, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be talking to people and talking, listening to people and doing this show. Blessed, man. Blessed. Another blessed day. This show, Wednesday, Pete Futak, guest, hmm. the, 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 all of it. It's just, it's just, it's the best thing about today. My mom sent me a text message and said, I just watched your show and I cried. Since what an amazing friendship you and Dave have. I can't wait to give him a hug. <laughs> That's, I mean, to get that from my mother, like. I'm glad Mama P's watching the show. Right? I mean, I'm like happy. Mom's watching, mom's watching the show. It's like, wait, mom watched the show? I was like, oh, Do you remember? That's... I don't think you remember. Because you were, the first day you were in the hospital. She called while I was there. She what? She called. You talked to my mom? Yeah, I knew you didn't I didn't know, know that. So she called. This is real. I, I just, I'm, I'm being real here. I have no memory of this whatsoever. I had no idea you talked to my mom before. So, yeah, you were, uh, whoa, you weren't all there while we were in the hospital for the first day. You were a little bit like just out of it. You were so whatever. And she called yeah. <laughs> while, while I was there. And you're like, hi, mom. And you tried to like slough her off real quick, like you didn't really want to talk to her because you were, your mind was all over the place. 
you know, you were trying to leave. I wasn't going to let you leave that hospital because they were going to bury you with all that money and everything else. And she called <laughs> and I go, who is that? Like, that's my mom. Like, give me the phone. You're what? I said, let me say hi. Grab the phone. And I said, Hey, and she no goes, memory of this. she goes, are you the book from the show? And I said, yes, I am. She goes, wow. she goes, oh, I really enjoy the show, Dave. And I'm like, well, thank you. I said, wow. I said, everything's fine here. And she goes, are you sure? And I said, everything's fine. I said, are you coming? She goes, no, I don't think so. I said, we got it. I said, and you're like, give me the phone. I said, he wants to talk to you. I said, it was nice meeting you. Hopefully I'll meet you in person. And she was like, okay. You know, cause she was a little concerned for you, but I literally held your phone. I looked her on FaceTime, smiled at her, told her, thank you for watching the show. Gave it back. FaceTime. I have no, she was on FaceTime. I saw I have her. No yes. memory of this. At all. I know. Wow. I knew you didn't remember. I knew. I knew you didn't remember that. that you're, not moment. Spark, you're not even sparking my memory. I don't remember this. Like this is not, this is, I feel like you're telling me for the first time. I have no memory of you FaceTiming with my mother. None. Wow. That's crazy. I can't tell you. I've tried to express this to people, but my clarity of ability to see stuff that ain't even being talked about, mentioned, whatever has been unbelievable since the stroke. And wow. I could tell, I mean, you were shook. You were in the hospital that first night. You were shook. Not even physically, like, because I asked the nurse outside, I'm like, how is he? And she's like, well, we don't know what the stomach thing is. I'm like, all right, that's, how is he? She's like, well, he seems okay. He's mad. He's like, I bet he's hungry. You, kept, you were start, you kept talking about not right. eating on Friday. You they would not me. shut the fuck up about the eating. They wouldn't let and me eat. I was so mad. I know, but it wasn't their fault. You were biting everyone's head off when they would, and, and then you calmed down. But I remember talking to your mother and I told her, I'm like, it's okay. It's going to be fine. And I knew you didn't remember. I knew because you were so, listen, that was, it was crazy. Wow. Plus you were just standing there in that gown, laying there in that gown all the time. I didn't realize how white your legs were. Oh, my three. God. Yikes. Uh, this, I just want to read this real fast because I think this is important. <laughs> this came from a doctor. I said this to you guys this morning, but yeah. he, he wrote to us and he said, I know I'm adding my voice to dozens for you. It's a tough, tough situation. I talk to men every day in my office about their struggles. You and Dave are so awesome to be so transparent about it. We need that. You don't know how many men you've helped these last couple of days to reach out. It will make a difference for sure. Keep going. I don't know how I can help, but just let me let know. Let just let me know if I can. That's from a doctor who does clinical mental health work with men. Mm -hmm. That is the story. I've got 18 unanswered DMs on Twitter and I've got five unanswered DMs on Discord. I will get to them all. I promise you guys I will do that over the next day or so. Let me give me a couple of days to get to you guys back. But I will write, I read them all and I will write back to you guys for sure. Um, the, the thing when you and I talked about when I said, like, how do I say this? Like, how do I say, how do you make an announcement? And it's like, you know, because I, and people are going to roll their eyes at this, but I, I didn't want to make, a Tom Brady story about me, but 
it felt right for me at the moment because we were talking about Tom's divorce and what was happening with Brady and Giselle to sort of just like say like, okay, I, I can't like not explain why I relate to this story. So, so, so much of like, I feel you, Tom, I, I, I can understand as a 45 year old guy, what you're going through. It's got to be really rough because I am going through it. So that's why yesterday I did that. And I felt like it was the appropriate time to do it. And the other reason is because I do think, and I haven't seen somebody before on a show, like really be open about a divorce. I've seen them talk about a lot of other things, health, family, losing a parent, you know, having a kid who's sick. I've seen a lot of like really tough things in the media, but I don't think we talk enough about failed marriages and things that have ended from a guy's perspective. Like we often hear about it, like, you know, well, he fucked up and he cheated on her and he did all these different things. And what happens if the guy had nothing, he's not to blame for anything on this as to how it went, went down. Like when the guy feels isolated and alone and I, I just felt like, you know what, like if you're going through it right now and you're in the middle of the storm, I, I'll never forget that conversation you said to me right in the beginning when you said to me, you can't make decisions on anything. You are in the middle of a storm and you can't see anything. And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. And then like looking back on it, you're so right. Like I was every day was just this survival. Get me through today. Get me through it. No thinking about like big picture stuff of anything that was even really like serious. Mm-mm. And, you know, I talked to people and I'd have conversations with people and you don't realize when you're on that, when you're tilted that like that crazy, it's like when you're betting and you're on tilt, like you just make really poor decisions. You just, you just, decisions. You, you're just not going to, you're, you're not seeing the board clearly. You're emotional. You're betting emotionally. Oh. Everything I was doing was, was out of emotion. Like every, yeah. every conversation, every issue was happening around me. And like, I'll never forget that. You're like, don't make any rash decisions. Like you Mm-mm. can't, you're not thinking right. No matter what you think you are, you're not thinking right. So <clears throat> that is, what I'm, what I hopefully some of you are hearing, or at least understanding that, like, if you're in the storm, it won't always be like that. You'll get yourself through it in some form or fashion, and just know that you're not alone as you go through it. Right? Because we've a lot of us have unfortunately have been where you are. I just got a text from from a buddy Train, who's now oh. a big fan of the show. He said, "You're nice. help. You guys are helping more men than Viagra." <laughs> <laughs> It's a good line. And I appreciate that. that. I appreciate that. But I just, I I think, you know, we're doing a male dominant show. I don't want to feel like we're excluding women by any means on this, but I feel like there's a, there's There's a place for this talk. There's a place for this. There's a lack of um, openness and acknowledging that we, that like (laughs) shit's been hard, man. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's been really hard and it's it's you know somebody sent me a message said i have watched your show for i started watching your show six months ago i had no idea by watching your show that you guys that you weren't going through anything and I was like, that was the point that was the point <laughs> that was that was the whole angle yeah. that we didn't want i didn't want anyone to know about what was going on i wanted everyone right. to know that you know everything was fine because i was trying to get through it and then at some point I was going to tell the truth and yesterday was the time to do it. So, um, I, you know, I'm really thankful for a lot of things, but this show is really up high on the list of things I'm thankful right. for. 
that, that I get to do. And any day I get to do this show, most days, this is the best thing about the day, about the show, about the day is to, to get to do the show. So Baker game tonight though. I'm in. Just don't wear they that end shirt. Up there. Just don't wear that shirt, man. You can't be, <laughs> can't be wearing LA Dodgers shit around me and, and a Laker game. I can't be seeing my my Celtics stuff will, will start to real. You know, I, I should go wearing Celtics stuff. Tonight. We'll get on a Jumbotron. <laughs> we'll see what happens. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow for a Thursday wow. episode of BVB.